Welcome everyone to episode number 12 of Thirst and Goal. Welcome back to all of our listeners, Ben, Sanya, welcome back. <laughs> we, we, are we are here. We are here. We are here. here since last week. I slept here uh, the yes, entire yes. the entire week, yeah. We've just been sleeping out in the rain in Southern California I waiting know, for the podcast. I know. It's been pretty bad. Uh, yeah, it's been ugly out here, folks. You know, I know it's uh, minus 60 in the Midwest. Uh, we got a lot of nerve complaining, but it's been uh, pretty ugly out here with the rains. Uh, it's been pretty bad. I enjoy it, though. <laughs> I mean, I do enjoy the rain because we don't get enough of it over here. So oh, it's like when it does sure. rain, like I'm this morning. I'm sending Rosie over to your house. Then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, this morning I didn't have to go to work, so it was nice sleeping in and, and uh, you know, here in the oh, rain. Oh, for sure. You know, with the wind, it was like, you know, slapping against the window. That was kind of nice. Felt like there was actually a storm outside, some yeah, kind of weather for happening sure, for in, sure. in California. What do you think, Sonia? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it, Sonia? Well, we have uh, several well, animals that go outside right. and come back inside exactly. with all of their slop. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, including Ben. Them anyway. yeah, <laughs> including Ben. Especially me. Especially me. I don't know how I was able to get in and out of the house so many times today with my work boots on without hearing something. You know what's really funny is I asked a, a co-worker of mine who is on the East Coast, I said, how do you deal with dogs and the rain and the snow and the mud? And she's like, I don't have that problem. I said, how do you not have that problem? She says, we on the East Coast have mudrooms. <laughs> oh, that's true. I grew up with a mudroom. Yeah. I mean, it led to the front yard, which wouldn't, which wouldn't be particularly helpful for our dogs. But, but yeah, we had a mudroom where we took off our, you know, our, our boots, our jackets, our snowsuits, our hats, our gloves. Yeah. I mean, so what do the dogs do? What do they take off? They're nothing. They just stand there? And, yeah, they just stand there and, and they, you know, they have a little area with rugs and, oh. you know, whatever they call that. I want a uh, you know, mats and towels and that kind of thing. And then before they get in the house, you, you know, you clean them up a little bit. I want a mudroom. Yeah. Over there, they have mudrooms. Over here, we have a garage connected to our house. I mean, you know, it's yeah. like, you, know, you just walk Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. a California thing. Well, no, we actually have to walk outside and get back into the house from well, our Oh, that's right. Not all of us have yeah. that. We don't want well, a door from our bedroom to the garage. That would be a little odd. <laughs> well, ranch style. Which is what connects to a ranch style, garage. California style that's right. houses. That's right. So, how was everybody's week? Man, it was long. I forgot. It just seemed like it dragged this week. Oh yeah, I I, I concur. Uh, you know, it was it was a Super Bowl anticipation all week. Uh, you know, work was great this week. Actually, no 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 complaints. I'm not really uh, anticipating <clears throat> Super Bowl, but <laughs> well, I'm anticipating. Just, you know, what I think will it's be a game an exciting will, game. I hope. It's a game that I will hope. happen, and I will watch it's it. It's a but, game that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, there, there's a small portion of the country that's rooting for one team and the rest of the country that's rooting for the other. Yeah, I mean, did you see the the rally that they had uh, for the Rams down at the new stadium? I did not. It was huge. It was actually oh, yeah, surprisingly no, yeah, large in size. It, I think it was like a couple thousand people only. Well, for, for L.A., I thought it was a pretty good yeah. crowd. Yeah, but the yeah. one in Boston, oh, God. that one, it was like 35,000 people showed up yeah, for that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would think it would get old after a while. Like, okay, we're going to the Super Bowl again. No, Tommy Boy and Billy John, they got to come out for the <laughs> game. got to come out for the rally. Ouch. You know, they got to get some McSorley stout in them and, and come out for the rally. <laughs> 
It's, you would be part of that. Oh then, if God! You were back. I, oh yeah. I'm so oh, yeah. blessed to have grown up so in New York be... and not Boston. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> oh come on! Oh, it's brutal. Brutal. Boston. Boston brutal. is a beautiful city. It's a beautiful. I, I've very never been small, there, but yes, I hear. It's a very quaint town. I mean, it's a very you know non-accomplished town. I mean, it's yeah. a very small. The town. movie The Town was pretty good. <laughs> the Town was good. And ben Affleck, you know, turned out to be. Yeah. He made some pretty good movies. Yeah. And David. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought. Um, I was impressed with uh, with how well the Rams did in terms of turning people out. Well, I mean, all of a sudden now there are Rams fans. Yeah. I mean, they might have been Seahawks fans last week, but this week they're Rams fans. <laughs> hard, hard. No, those, 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 <laughs> there are Seahawks fans, son. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we still got all the bandwagon ones off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now you'll leave the real fans to that's the Seahawks right, out yeah, here. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Well, yeah. LA fans are a little hey, tough. I yeah, mean, they're I mean, tough. you got to win them over. Uh, I'm you sure there was, some, over. there was some Eagles fans, air quotes, <laughs> you know, last year there were no Rams fans this year. You Me know, included. And, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but... You think the Charger fans ditched their Charger who? bolt? Were there ever Chargers fans? <laughs> who are these Charger fans you speak of? Oh, I know one. <laughs> <laughs> next door. I know, right? we actually live, yeah, we actually live next door to the only Charger fan in Los Angeles. You're right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> But hey, you know what? Uh, the turnout to uh, the the Boston send-off, there were thirty-five thousand people. You know, that's, that's more people than would have filled up uh, the stadium that the Chargers playing. That's twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Fans sitting, that's true. You know, standing in the that's cold. True. That's funny. Whereas over here, they'd be sitting down in their stadium in a nice, warm climate, and you know, you have more people showing up over there, and you know, Chargers fans have absolutely nobody yeah. coming to their game. Yeah, that's true. All right, everyone, I'm going to bore you with a little housekeeping here. I apologize in advance. Uh, if you like what you hear on the show, please, please, please be sure to subscribe by going to our website, thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, CastBox, or whatever podcatcher you use. You can also paste our RSS feed link into your podcatcher if you can't, for some reason, find us in the search box. Uh, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever uh, podcatcher you use to listen to the show. If you'd like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, please email us at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at goalthirst. If you'd like to donate to the show, please go to patreon.com forward slash thirstandgoal. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ben. Now let's let's move on to uh, some of the topics that we'll be talking about. I have to turn around, so I don't want to turn around. My face will be away from the yeah, mic. Yeah, you got to look at the big board. Ben, what do we have coming up? Well, this uh, this week we have some interesting topics. You know, we have the Super Bowl tomorrow, obviously, so that'll be the primary focus of the show. Uh, but we're going to lead off here with a shot that uh, Frane concocted. Frane is concocting a shot for us every week, wow. which is really awesome because it you know takes a lot of uh, thought and effort. And every shot thus far has been outstanding, uh, potentially with the with the exception of uh, Sonia's uh, tequila <laughs> and uh, yeah. Kahlua shot. Thanks, Saints. Um, the colors were right. Though. Yeah, yeah, the colors were right. Uh, we're going to give a shout-out to some of our new listeners. We're going to give a shout-out to some folks that uh, have listened to the show for the first time. Uh, we're going to go through some news, uh, specifically, uh, you know, just uh, some, some minor stories that have come out, you know, about the Eagles, uh, the Cowboys, and maybe some of the awards uh, that were handed out this weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about the keys to victory in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the Super Bowl predictions last week, uh, but so there's been some 
developments this week, and we wanted to talk a little bit more specifically about what we think each team needs to do to win. Uh, we're going to actually have a Super Bowl story. This is uh, this is the first time we've done this, and I think it'll be awesome. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm, I might stop halfway through, but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be uh, tasting uh, tasting another beer this week. It's uh, it's an IPA. We're hoping that it'll be really good. We are going to have our world famous. Quiz. Yes, this, this time, this time I will do the quiz. <laughs> you know, it was world famous, yeah, 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 but yeah. It, it just become it became more national than world after your yeah, yeah. questions. Actually, it was more week. of a California quiz, yeah. but I'm done with it. Uh, we're actually going to go through our top three rule changes that each of us would like to see uh, the NFL at least consider going into next year. Uh, we're going to take a listener question. Uh, we're going to talk about the Game of Thrones. Second season that Sonia and I have just completed, <laughs> we are so uh, and we hope that hey. some of you out there are starting the show from, uh, you know, starting the show from scratch and can 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 play along with us. And we are going to do the betting corner tonight. It won't be only Ben's betting corner because Franny and I are going to go through uh, several of the prop bets some coming of the prop up this bets. weekend. And, and I think Sonia will actually that enjoy are fun. Sonia usually doesn't care Yay! for the bets, but these yeah, are actually yeah, yeah. fun. There's there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of easy ways to lose money on these, but they are fun <laughs> as hell. Okay. Um, so there you go. That's our agenda uh, for tonight. So we're going to start off with our shot. Franny, tell us what we're drinking tonight. Well, tonight, since the Super Bowl is taking place in the, I'm guessing it's the Peach State. We didn't look this up, but I, I believe Georgia is the Peach it's State. It's on the license and we're not, plate. We're not really rooting for any team in particular. So, I, you know, I didn't go for any team colors with these shots uh, this week. So it's it's a it's peach in color, peach-ish. It's more pinkish. But I was hoping to become a little more more peach, but uh, it is what it is. Son, the sun is looking at it right now in the light. Well, it's a Georgia out. peach. It's not it's a Long yeah. Island peach. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, a little bit of uh, Bacardi white rum with a little bit of peach schnapps with uh, some cranberry juice and a little bit of orange juice to uh, try to get that that peach color. It, with uh, a, a little bit of um, uh, a mint, sprig, a sprig of, of uh, some leaves of mint to make it look like it's the stem of a peach, but you know, it looks nice in the pictures on Instagram. Let's do this! <laughs> hey, cheers! This. cheers this is everybody. a very robust-sized shot. May no team yeah, these, these are, yeah, but I'm sure it's gonna be really nice. This, this, and you this can, smells really good. Uh, everybody, you can find this you shot can, later tonight on Twitter, and you can find it on our Instagram feed as we speak. Yeah, but it smells really peachy. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's very good. Mm. Well, oh, that is kudos. really, really. Wait, how many did you make of these? Where's the Where's the shaker glass? Oh, it's inside now. In my oh, stomach. There's no Sonia, more. Sonia drank it. Sonia drank it. But we can definitely make more. It is um, so good. But yeah, you can easily get messed up on one of those. Yes, oh, you at can. our first yeah, break, multiple. At our first break, we will in fact be drinking more of these. Yeah, that was actually really good. Oh my god. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> good job, Franny. Yeah, yes. actually, that was that was probably the best shot so far. Oh my god, that would make good. some more peach shots. Yeah, this will be for Actually, that. I mean, that would be, taste good just as a regular, you That's know, what I was cocktail. Saying. Yeah, Putting a martini glass, rim it with sugar. Yeah, it's a little. It's like a peach Alabama slammer. Hmm. It's whatever. Alabama slammer. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, so this will be you know in hopes that we have a good game. That the state of uh, the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta in particular have a, have a have a safe uh, have a safe day tomorrow, and that and that we have a good competitive game, and everyone goes home safe. Yeah. yeah. Including the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, we have... Well, actually, it's probably better if you say it, only because <laughs> I have to turn around to look at the board because it's behind me. All right, next up on the big board, we have a shout-out to some of our new listeners that have listened for the first time. And a correction. Uh, I just did want to uh, you know, issue a correction. I think I misspelled our listeners from Maryland. It's actually Graysonville, Maryland, not Gransonville, which is what I think I said last week. Uh, so I just wanted to... Uh, give uh, an update on that uh we have new listeners two new listeners from massachusetts which we're uh anticipating it may be some folks that have uh, found the show through uh, my constant hashtagging of the patriots on twitter <laughs> uh, we have a new listener from olympia washington i have an idea who that might be and we have a new listener from nashville tennessee go rocky top uh, thank you all. Uh, we're going to continue to do our best to give shout-outs to all the folks that have listened to the show for the first time. Uh, we really appreciate everyone's support, uh, and we continue to grow our audience every single week. Uh, so it's really, really exciting. Uh, we're going to try our best to, to give everybody an, an acknowledgement because we know, uh, you know, it takes time to listen to our podcast. It takes time um, to download and to and to... Uh, and to, to pay attention to the things that we have to say. So we, we really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next up on the big board. <laughs> well, Ben, I'm happy. I'm excited to announce that we received mail from one of our listeners. Not an email. I'm talking about an honest-to-goodness package that we received in the mail. Like old-school mail, like post office, like a package. And As uh, a parcel post? A parcel post, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was a surprise to me. One day I noticed uh, a message on Instagram from one of our uh, listeners and followers uh, by the name of AquaVitae77. That's A Q U A V I T A E 77. And it seems he's a whiskey fan, uh, you know, maybe a connoisseur of sorts. Uh, definitely someone that, that <laughs> enjoys, you know, whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, you know, that that sort of thing. Well, at least according to the images on on his Instagram. And if you're into that sort of thing, which which I am, Ben, maybe you not as much. I am really <laughs> trying to develop a taste. I'd, 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 I am I am putting forth my best effort. <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely recommend uh, following him. Uh, so anyway, he hit me up, and uh, he said he listens to our show regularly, and he offered to share a bottle of uh, one of his favorite whiskeys. Uh, he knows that we sample different beers on the show, and uh, he suggested we sample something a little different. And uh, so he was kind enough and uh, awesome enough to send us a bottle of this Eagle Rare bourbon uh, from Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a 90-proof uh, bourbon, and this particular bottle is uh, aged 10 years. Um, I, I believe they also have a 17-year uh, as well, and uh, very nice. Yeah, right. That's that, that's actually long for bourbon. I didn't expect bourbons to be aged for that long, and uh, so I'll give a little bit of the history on distillery uh, a, a little bit later. Um, let's you know, let's give this shot. Let's give this a bourbon a shot, Ben. Uh, you know, all we don't right. we don't we don't really have a sophisticated palate, by the way, to all of our listeners well. <laughs> out there. But you know, let's see how this bourbon tastes. Uh, let's like let's see which buy. flavors Wait, you, is it, which which flavors come uh, through the most. Which ones we can identify. You know, so let's swish it around in the glass. Alright, we're swishing. Sonia, you... It smells sweet. It smells nice. Yeah, it, smells... it has a sweetness to it. It has a woody smell. Yeah, there's a little bit That's of woody. That's what I said, a little, hickory. 
a little smoky, a little hickory. Oh, hickory. All right, I'm going to taste it. And there's a tad bit of honey. That's a nice, rich sort of... There we go. Hmm. Oh, that's actually... That's very good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I normally have a visceral reaction to bourbon. Warm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm not having that reaction to this. Yeah, but it's, it's not, like, overwhelming. You know, it has a, has a sweetness to it. A little bit of... The aftertaste is good. The aftertaste is nice. You feel a little warmness oh, going down. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's warm. It's got a little bit of a spice. A little bit of... There's a little bit of a hint of some kind of a... Uh, I don't... It's a, it's, a, it's a... No clue. Not not nutmeg, Pepper. but there's a little bit of a spice in there. Yeah, it's, it's, it, is a, it is a little spicy, a little warm. It, it's not like... It's slightly sweet, not overly sweet, though. No. It's actually it's actually very nice compared like to uh, some of the other. Well, I usually I drink a lot of scotch, you know, not not so many, you know, not so much bourbons. Yes, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I go to get front end gift. I'm like, oh, 12 years now, worth 18. Okay, Maybe well, 18 drink. is pretty old. I mean, you know, this, but this is this is very well, nice. This, I mean, definitely a lot of flavors coming through, and you know, our our. Our palates aren't. Are, <laughs> yeah, are, if you, if you, I mean, I am going to absolutely finish this this drink oh, uh, I'll, as, I'll, as we as we go through the podcast, and I'll, and, I'll and probably fr- finish half the bottle. And Fran, I can <laughs> tell you, Fran, I can tell you that uh, typically I do not finish any <laughs> any yeah, drink Brent? that has bourbon in it or a bourbon and or what a is scotch. This one called? This one uh, but is I'm actually going to finish Eagle this one. Rare. Eagle Rare. Ah. And yeah, Ben Ben definitely doesn't. He's not a big uh, bourbon or, or or whiskey or scotch kind of guy. Nope. He doesn't like like the the gold or or, or brownish colored sort of drink. He's more like a gin, vodka, more of the clear sort of yes, absolutely. Liquids. I enjoy this. You not? So oh, no, much. I love it. I mean, I remember when uh, we celebrated July Fourth. I went to uh, you know one of our local, one of our really good local um, liquor establishments, and I was so excited that total wine. They... It's total wine. <laughs> total wine. <laughs> That they, recommended, that, they, that they recommended a bourbon. I, you know, I went on this long dissertation about what I was looking for and something that I could drink. Oh, this is easy for to an drink, entire though. night. Something you can that, definitely yeah, drink that a bourbon this. drinker wouldn't drink. Uh, and I was really excited when I brought the bourbon to, to, to Frannes. I can't remember. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, suffice it to say, I had you know half of you know half of one glass of it, and I didn't drink any more of it. But yeah. this one, I can drink. This and is, that's, that's saying something. This for is my me. stuff. It's 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 you know soft. It's it's not too harsh. It's good. It's easy to drink. Do you sip bourbon or do you drink it? Or do you normal drink? people? Well, I. No, no. <laughs> it depends on the occasion, the, the state, maybe yeah. the maybe maybe the municipality that you're in. I mean, what's what's the proper way to to drink bourbon? I, mean, I, well, I you usually just, I usually sip on it. We're drinking this neat. We don't have any ice in it. We're just kind of you know drinking it out of the bottle and. But uh, you know, I mean, some people prefer a little bit of ice. Some people add a little bit of uh, water. To it, but uh, no, really? but just drinking this one straight up. I mean, I, I can definitely drink this. I can still taste the aftertaste. Yeah, oh yeah, right? for sure, it's mm-hmm. good. I mean, I, I'm actually going to finish this, and, and that's yeah. that's saying something for yeah. me. So, kudos. Uh, what's the uh, the the individual's name again? Uh, well, his Instagram uh, name is Aqua Vitae seventy seven. Well, that was very nice of him. That was that was really awesome. Yeah, that was really awesome. And I'm going. This will probably be the one. <clears throat> Excuse me, the one bottle of liquor that Friday brings that he, that he doesn't leave here with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'll be but if he this. does, but if he does leave it here, uh, empty. I will in fact be be. You know, I think yeah. that I'll probably take this with a little bit of water and ice uh-huh. uh, tomorrow during the Super Bowl and try this out again. Uh, but it's really good. It's no, really good. So thank that's, you, that's very very generous. Awesome. And very you know, generous. for any listeners out there, yeah, if you want to send us a bottle, hit, hit us up on uh, on Instagram uh, Thirst and Goal or on Twitter at at uh, Goal Thirst at Goal Thirst. Or if you just want to give us some suggestions, just you know, send us some suggestions. We'll definitely uh, you know drink these on the show. And a little history on uh, on the Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is uh, currently distilled and distributed by uh, the Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery. It was uh, actually introduced in 1975 as a 101 proof, 10 year old Kentucky straight bourbon from uh, Seagram. But uh, the I don't know if I'm saying this right, but the Cesarec. Uh, company acquired Eagle Rare from Seagram in 1989, and uh, so now it is distributed by Buffalo Trace. And you can find more info uh, on the distillery by going to buffalotracedistillery.com, and you can check out some of their other offerings. And they have uh, uh, quite a few actually on there because I checked out their website, and uh, I'll definitely be looking for uh, some more of their beverages at Total Wine Ben. Not our, our our local uh, what liquor establishment? establishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, th- thank you very much, uh, Aquavitae seventy seven. That was really nice of you. That was thank awesome. You. Well, their selection send... isn't what it could be. Yeah, but very good. That was very good. Yeah, in my opinion, so, I've tried I've tried other ones, uh, you know, bourbon scotches and whiskeys, and this one is very good. It's something I would definitely go out and buy again. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a, an extraordinarily generous, uh, generous offering, and we will absolutely finish this if Randy doesn't get to it before I do. Yeah. <laughs> What's next up on the big board? On the big board, Ben. You, well, you got the new listeners out of. We got that. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, I'm just trying to because I'm I'm turned around. I can't see the big board it's behind me. And I want to. We're news. playing. We're playing. We're, yeah, we yeah. have a little bit of news. News. Yeah, we have a little bit of news about your Eagles. Looks like uh, word on the street is that they're going to pick up. Nick Foles' option, franchise him and trade him in hopes of getting a third-round pick in return. How do you feel about that, Frank? Uh, well, a third-round pick doesn't seem like enough for a Super Bowl MVP. He's This guy was a Super Bowl MVP last year, and a third-round pick just doesn't seem like enough. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'm actually surprised that, they, that they're that they considering using the franchise tag on him. I think that would, that would prevent... Foles from uh, paying the two million dollars to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know, to get well, out of his contract. Hey man, if, if you have twenty million dollars guaranteed, then you're not going to pay two million dollars to get out of it because you don't know what you're going to get out get on the open market. He probably has some idea, yeah. uh, but what do you think? I mean, what do you think that he's worth? I mean, what do you think you should expect to get back uh, for Nick Foles on the market when they put him out on the trading block in March? Hopefully, more than just. Uh, a third round pick, and I know Sonya is shaking her head right now. She's not very happy because <laughs> she's a big. She's a big. No, you don't want to take. You have Russell Wilson on your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like a thoroughbred that never gets out of the barn. But yeah, it's <laughs> all I got. No, Nick Foles definitely has a lot of experience, uh, and and um, you know, for the Eagles, he's been great. We've seen the good Nick Foles, we've seen the bad Nick Foles, uh, but he's definitely worth more than uh, than a third round pick. Uh, you know, I, I heard some um, some rumors about him being traded to Jacksonville oh, for you know Fournette oh. and maybe a pick. Oh my God! You do yeah. not want Fournette on your team. Hey, you know why not? Oh God, he's nothing, yeah. he's nothing but trouble. He's nothing but trouble. I would and say he, cut and on he's, my I team. I don't yeah. even say he's particularly good. 
I mean, I don't even think. I mean, I don't think Fournette. He's is been pretty good. Headache. He's been pretty good ever since he came in the league. This year, he's, he was injured. This year, so I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not his fault. He was in on the on the field. Uh, but no, he's he's a good running back, and if they could get him, and you know maybe uh, and a third round pick, that'd be great, or a second round pick. But I definitely think Nick Foles uh, for the what Giants? he's. Why don't they bring him over to the Giants? Uh, I I don't know if the Eagles would want to send him to a division rival. <laughs> it's probably better. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Better to send oh, him. Oh yeah, sorry. If they have if they have a choice, they'll probably send him to you know a, a, another conference, not only just another division, but another conference. Um, but uh, you know, I, I wish Nick Foles well. We'll see what happens. I mean, I wouldn't mind keeping him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love Nick Foles. I mean, Wentz every every hundred percent. Yeah, I wonder if Washington's so, got anything. To, well, actually, yeah, you're not going to send him to Washington. Too. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless they're going to end up with uh, Flacco. Anyway unless unless they're willing to give up, you know, a ton for him. But I doubt that they will. Um, but you know, Nick Foles definitely worth more than than just a third round. Yeah, but I mean, there's some teams out there. Miami needs a quarterback. Also, uh, Miami. You know, yeah, there's some teams in the West that could use a quarterback. You know, you know, you know Buffalo. Yeah, well, but they got. I don't yeah, know what they, they could offer, but you know, but Buffalo. I mean, they have the rookie over there. He was he didn't play that well this year. He was all right every now and then, but you know, Buffalo is one of those teams that, that would be cool. Yeah, but I wouldn't settle for a third rounder. I think I'd keep him on the team if, if all I got was a third round pick. Yeah, unless it was a high third round pick, unless it was some you know somewhere in the top five in a third round. Yeah, um, then I would consider. It's a lot of money for a backup, but he's accomplished a lot. For the Eagles, well, you Actually, know, more you, than, well, Sonny, more, you know how Sonny and I feel about this. I mean, we, we would rather more than the Eagles QB. keep both those quarterbacks this year until Wentz can prove that he can finish out a season healthy mm-hmm. um, and can play well throughout the season and into the playoffs. I mean, I, I would keep him, but if they can get. I mean, I think they could. I mean, if you can get a first round pick for Amari Cooper. I mean, why can't you get at least a second round pick for Nick Foles? That 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 someone has right. to explain to me why that can't happen. Amari Cooper happened to have a good year. With Dallas this year, after having a bad year with um, with Oakland, and there was also talk that he wasn't a particularly motivated guy. So you know, I mean, I would hope for at least a second round pick uh, and maybe some players. Yeah, I would want a first round pick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I mean, hey, you try to find a QB in the first round, you're not going to find a Nick Foles not in this the year. first round. No, not this year. So you know, for any team, if they're going to give up uh, anything, I would say a first round pick be. What the price is for uh, for Nick Foles? Well, if I was a general manager, I would ask for a first round pick, and I would and I would hold on yeah. to him if I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, next up on the big board, we have, well, um, Cowboys we have the Cowboys. News. This will be actually good news for you. You should you should be uh, actually What's it might going be. On? It might. So it looks like uh, Jerry Jones was out on the radio this week, and he essentially uh, he essentially announced that Garrett is not going to get an extension going into the last year of his contract. So he is going to be on a make-or-break year this year. Oh. Uh, they brought in some 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 somewhat inexperienced coordinators uh, on on uh, on the staff, so he's going to have to make more decisions. He's going to have to be more involved. He may actually have to have a play sheet somewhere within his general vicinity. Uh-huh. So he may have to know what the plays are that are on the play sheet. Uh, so I just thought it was surprising, uh, given the fact that they were able to come back, win that division, and, uh, you know, get into the playoffs. So, I mean, I think that would that's probably good news for an Eagles fan, that, that he may be, uh, you know, he may be on the hot seat going into next year. I don't, I don't Because they may news. do some crazy shit next year I, I to want, try to win that division. I want him to get an extension of 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I want him and Dak Prescott to be with the Dallas Cowboys for the next 10 years at least. Uh, because I, I, he's not a very good coach. Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is not a very good quarterback just because of the accuracy issues. Um, 
obviously he can improve. I mean, he's, yeah, still, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. still a young guy. There are good Young-ish. things that he does. Yeah, I mean, he was a fourth-round pick, so it's not like he was a first or second-round, you know, uh, pick. He was, he was a fourth-round pick, so he's actually pretty good for what he is. And But I, I would hope that the Cowboys extend both contracts for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I was surprised they won the division. I, I mean, with, Je- with Jerry Jones as your general manager, you would not expect... Uh, I mean, he won, he won three Super Bowls as, you know... Well, I think that Jimmy Johnson was more the general manager than Jerry Jones back then. I could be wrong about that, but I would. I but would, he was right. Barry in Switzer hiring. definitely wasn't wasn't making any. Decisions. He was right in hiring him at that time. So, I mean, you got to give him a little bit of credit. Maybe oh, hell, a, I'd love to see Jimmy come back. He's, he's a little more senile now, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of Cowboys fans will will agree with me on that. <laughs> you know, I'm sure a lot of Cowboy fans out there would want you know another general manager out there that doesn't you know butt into you know everybody's business. And, well, and try to run the team yeah, by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plastic surgery is not without its side effects. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and we had some awards. Uh, Sonia was mentioning earlier tonight that we had some awards. Ah, uh, your boy. Looks like Nagy won Coach of the Year. Yes, he did. I agree uh, with that. I agree with that. And that, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually really, really excited about that. I think it's a really good uh, choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he he's a stand-up guy. Uh, he's a real great for that city. Uh, he supports the team and the players. You know, he had a tough break there in the playoff game. How does that make well, you feel? You know, the, Eagles, the Eagles, you know, it worked to the Eagles' benefit, but he did have a tough break in that of game. Of course, I'm happy that the Eagles won, but I felt bad for uh, for the for the Chicago Bears, the um, only because you know, I don't hate, I don't hate the Bears. You know, I mean, I don't think a lot of people hate the Bears nope. unless you know you're you're. Well, Sonia says everybody loves the Bears. within the, that division. But uh, no, I, I felt bad for them, but you know it was, it was great for the Eagles to double doink. That's one thing that I, I, won't, I won't forget for a very long <laughs> you know, time. But think, he does deserve it. I mean, he turned that franchise around. Yeah, and with a fairly mediocre quarterback uh-huh. and, and not a great set of receivers on that team, mm-hmm. um, you know he's got a really exciting running back. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really happy. I'm happy for Nagy. <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm happy for. Um, the the Chicago Bears. I, I think, think we mentioned really it in, in one of our past uh, podcasts where you know we felt that he was one of the front runners for Coach of the Year, and and he does deserve it. Although Bill Belichick, I know. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> no, 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 no. Century, okay? no with, with with the team that he had, and and the position that they're going to go to the Super Bowl, they're going to be playing tomorrow, obviously. But uh, you know, with the players that he has on that team, you know, he doesn't have like big name players. I mean, he has Brady, mm-hmm. he has Edelman, who probably wouldn't be a great receiver anywhere else other yeah. than New England, and he has an aging Gronk. You yeah. know, I mean, who else does he have on the team? He doesn't have like a star running back. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have star defenders or anything. But you know, twelve and four going to playoffs, yeah, yeah, going yeah. to Super Bowl. That's pretty that's amazing. Pretty, stuff. It is amazing. <clears throat> pretty amazing stuff. And we also have uh, Mahomes. Did Mahomes win the MVP, or he's about to win the MVP? No, he, he got the MVP for uh, offensive lineman of the year and and for oh rookie, rookie, of year. rookie of the year, rookie of the year, oh, of the year. Of the year. offensive <laughs> rookie of the year, Saquon Barkley, Saquon also Barkley. very deserving of the award, and and uh, he will have he'll definitely have a good future in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Yeah, he was actually kind of cranky. He thought he might not get the award, and uh, you know he he was uh, saying some things he probably shouldn't have said. I, I personally would have given it to Mayfield, but. Uh, you know, just because of the way that he turned that franchise around. That is true, from, too, From yeah. nothing to something to almost making yeah. the playoffs. Uh, and Maybe offensive quarterback of the year. Offensive quarterback <laughs> of the year. Or offensive. There, yeah. I guess he can't be a defensive quarterback. I mean, Berkeley but, obviously played the best of any rookie. Best, best quarterback of all the rookies that were taken this year, definitely. Baker yeah, I mean, what they ended up 7-9. and nine. Yeah, they end up seven and nine. So I mean, that's a that's a yeah, really I mean, really impressive turnaround. That's an accomplishment for the Browns. You know, they won three 
I mean, three games under Hugh Jackson. So, I mean, that was really, they really impressive. finally found a quarterback they can play. I mean, how many did they go through? It went to like through 40 quarterbacks. Oh, my God. The last, they, did, <laughs> they did it on a Thursday night. It was a Thursday night game. <laughs> they went through all the quarterbacks that they had had. And, I mean, from Kozar to today, I mean, it was... Oh I mean, it was a, it was a hodgepodge mess of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. it was ugly. I mean, you have guys there. wearing jerseys just crossing out names, and it's like you have a list of names on their back. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a little ahead of myself there with Mahomes. I mean, I'm sure he is going to win uh, the MVP, but. and I think deservedly so. He should because Kansas City would not be as good as they as they were. <laughs> this year, yeah, uh, I definitely think he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, Ben wasn't a big fan, and I, I mean, I, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I Me mean, and I. I'm drink. I'm drinking the Kool Aid, although I'm 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 still reserving the right to go back to you know drinking you know my uh, my my juice my my ocean spray instead the kid next year. Can we'll throw see. A ball sideways without even looking. He okay. can. He hey, can. And Lauren was a big fan too. Yeah. yeah. Lauren, Lauren, yeah. Lauren had him on 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 her fantasy team and. Yeah. Yeah. Kermit's gonna do yeah. well. Yeah. Kermit's <laughs> gonna do well. Um, so yeah. So that's just a little bit of news this week. I mean, there were some coordinators that got hired, uh, but. You know, other than that, it was it was a pretty slow week. I was just really, really interested to hear Friday's take on the fact that uh, that they're going to franchise Foles. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we have a Seahawks fan at the table and a Steeler fan at the table, and we're both more excited about the fact that Foles is going to be there. I know. At least be there under contract for some period of time longer, um, because we really, really are excited about Nick Foles and 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 what he did again this year in the playoffs. I'm going to put Foles' name on a Seahawk jersey. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best of both worlds. No, he's going to be a starter. He'll be a starter somewhere for sure. Russell's. Russell. <laughs> I mean, shit, he could end up in, uh, you know, he could end up in San Diego if, uh, if, if, if Rivers is, is going to hang him up. Uh, but next we have on the big board, we have the keys to victory in the Super Bowl tomorrow. Any, oh. any keys, Sonia? Sonia, what do you think has to happen in this game tomorrow uh, for either team <laughs> well, to win? The Patriots just have to show up. <laughs> Other than scoring yeah, more points. Well, Sonia well, is a Seahawks fan, so obviously he's not a big Rams. Rams. He's not a Rams fan. I'm anti-Rams, but it's going to be, it's probably going to be a really good game. I, I do. I, I think that. I am not a Rams fan. I'm not rooting for them. I'm not rooting for the Patriots, but I might be rooting for the Patriots a little more than I am for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what the keys to victory is. I don't know. They're both really good teams. They're just good. Let's just make sure that, you know, Goff doesn't goof. And, and you know, Tom Brady, he's... He seems to be the, the that, second half king. That man. sounds like a headline for the Rams losing. Goff goofs in last, <laughs> <laughs> last play of the oh game. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Franny? Uh, you know, I think if they can put pressure on Brady, and, and the offensive line has been playing excellent throughout the playoffs, if they can put pressure on him, the guy obviously can't run. No, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how you can't run. I don't understand. Oh, no. Like, all Ask you have to Roethlisberger. do. Uh, well, well, has been injured multiple times. He fell off his motorcycle. And yeah, yeah. Well, that was like injuries. a decade ago. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 no, no, but I'm saying like he's like he's a broken man. Whereas <laughs> broken uh, man, uh, he, all his broken man. <laughs> he's a broken man. His wife left him. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no but 
Did she? But with no, 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 no. no, no. But with, three with, with, with Brady, I mean, he's been protected his entire career, yeah. and he's had one major injury. He broke, he tore his ACL like years back. Um, but you know, I just don't understand how a man cannot run. You just put your foot in front of the other foot faster than you know than you would when you're walking. <laughs> I just don't get it. But he just can't do that. He never. Uh, so if if, if uh, you know man. Sue and 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 uh, Aaron Donalds can you know put pressure on Brady, I, I think that's the key to the game. You have to put him under some sort of pressure because he has not felt any throughout the playoffs. Well, Brady's a hologram. That's why. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, Donald also got MVP too. Oh, that's right. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, Donald's a hell of a player. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about the keys to victory, which is a shock. I you guess. don't have much to say. <laughs> oh my god, Ben. Well, uh, you know, I I think um, you know for the Rams on defense, I think what they've got to do is they've got to get interior pressure on Brady. They've got yeah, to 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 use uh, Donald and and Sue to get pressure on him on the interior and get him to release that ball just a little bit faster than his normal lightning fast release. I mean, we're talking fractions of a second faster um, because if they're focused on the linebackers on the outside and trying to get pressure from the edges, there's just no way they're going to be able to disrupt uh, the rhythm passing game of the Patriots. So I think the key to the game on defense is, you know, keep – Keep keep pressuring him on the interior. Whatever you have to do to get pressure on on Brady on the interior, I think that that's the key to the defense. And and Peters, <clears throat> excuse me, Peters and Talib on the outside are going to have to do you know something uh, to contain uh, Edelman and the other receivers as well as Gronk uh, for the Patriots. So I think they're going to have to press him on the you know they're really going to have to press at the line. Uh, White's going to be out there as a receiver on a regular basis. Uh, for all we know, um, you know what's his name, Devlin's going to be out there as a receiver. They're going to do some really really interesting things. Mm-hmm. So I think they have to take some chances uh, and let some of those long routes go in single coverage. I think they're going to really have to double up on Edelman every single opportunity that they get to double up on Edelman and keep him from hurting them really badly in that game. I mean, the Rams, their run defense has been really, really good the last few weeks. Uh, you know, at the end of the, the regular season and going into the playoffs, their their run defense has been really, really good. So I think they need to key on interior pressure, shut down the running game, and double up on Edelman. On, on offense, I think the Rams have got to uh, stretch the field. That's something that the, the Patriots, I don't think, are expecting. Uh, and the Patriots on on defense are going to have to figure out a way to force Goff to throw the ball deep as a pocket passer. They're going to yeah. have to get him into a situation where he's dropping back in the pocket and throwing the ball uh, because it's not something that the Rams do a lot. And I also think... Uh, he's effective, though. Yeah, Goff, I mean, he's Goff very, very, very effective. effective. He's very accurate on the, on some of those long throws. And I was going to say, on the other side of the ball, uh, you know, the, the Patriots have to focus on stopping the running attack. I mean, with Gurley and now with C.J. Anderson, you have to, you know, stuff those guys at the line. Um, so, I mean, that, that's huge for uh, for the Patriots. You know, turn the turn the rookie, or not a rookie, but he's, he was third-year <laughs> third, player now, you know, for a Super Bowl. Uh, if, if you can force him to try to win the game for you, I, I think Bilicek will definitely try to go and do that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 nearly impossible to try to you know to to to, to predict what Belichick's going to do, uh, but the Rams have been really really bad on third down this a year. More eagle rare. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rams have been really bad on third down. I mean they're essentially a Canadian football team, and the vast majority of the plays that they run on offense that the Rams run on offense are play action. It's very very rare to see Goff dropping back like your typical uh, you know like a Ben Roethlisberger or a 
or Tom Brady. So getting him into a situation where uh, the play-action game is not working, they don't run that many complicated plays. Uh, the, I think the real, uh, a real interesting part of this game is, is Gurley. And I, I just can't figure out What's wrong? What, is, I, I, what is going exactly, on. Yeah. What is going on? He says he's healthy. He doesn't look like it. I mean, in the last Nothing couple of games, so. I mean, throughout the playoffs, he, he really has not played that many snaps. I mean, C.J. Anderson's taken a lot of them. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and you know, to hear to hear Sean McVay give that baloney, uh, that bullshit answer, like the Mike Tomlin answer, like I didn't bring Ben Roethlisberger back in the game because yeah, but the Sean flow McVay, of the game. Sean McVay is a he's a pro at that. Yeah, but he said, he said the reason he <laughs> no, went. No, no, seriously, listen to this guy talk. It's just coach answers. You know, it's like flow you give him a of the question. Game. Yeah, exactly. The flow of the game is why he's, you didn't he's bring the best. He's a fast talker, and he knows what to say. He seems like a card, like a, like a guy you find a card dealer. <laughs> but that's just some bullshit. I mean, don't tell me that the reason that Anderson was in the game because of the flow of the game. That's like that's like a that's a bullshit that well, Tomlin. Well, maybe, but but he has been playing very yeah, well, very well, and 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 you know he hasn't played that much this season. He's he's the freshest guy out there right now. Yeah. There's no other guy out oh, there for that's sure, as for fresh sure. as him because he what he he played a little bit at the beginning of the season, but that's about it. He was yeah, off yeah, like yeah. eight weeks. You know, he was hanging out. Yeah, you know, pool, whatever. I don't know. What I, I don't know what he was doing. But I mean, I, I, this girly situation is really, really interesting to me, and I, and, I, and I feel like it mm-hmm. might impact Bell's value next year. Uh, you know, when when Gurley was coming out in the draft, I mean, it was pretty commonly known that he had this sort of degenerative knee issue that w- that could potentially be a problem down the road. And it looks like while he has no real injury, no injury that you would operate on, no injury that uh, that a doctor would diagnose. Knee uh, that could be a problem for the Rams uh, going forward, and could be a problem for Bell when he's negotiating his his new deal because Gurley is the gold standard now, uh, you know, and that's what Bell is expecting. But I I just can't figure out why you wouldn't have uh, the best player, you know, in the you know the best offensive player allegedly in the league, you know, carrying the ball 18, 19, 20 times a game during the regular season. There was this statistic that if, if Gurley didn't didn't run the ball at least eighteen or nineteen times a game, they lost the game. Mm-hmm. And now he can't smell a, a, a touch either in, in the passing game or in the running game. Even mm-hmm. though he did score a touchdown, I think against the Saints, it, it was like a like what four yards out or something, or, or it was like two yards, something like that. But it was it was just punching in at the goal line. Yeah, I mean it, it's really it's really dumbfounding to, to, to try to figure out what's going on with Gurley. I mean, I know I predicted that Gurley would have a great game against, I think, against the Saints, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm just not going to go out on a limb and, and, and say that Gurley's going to have a huge game this week because there's just no evidence to predict that he that he is. Mm-hmm. I think Belichick's kind of afraid that he might, that he might get out there in a passing game and create another headache for him in terms of him uh, running routes as a receiver, uh, but I just haven't seen the evidence that, that he's able to do that. Uh-huh. So... I mean, it's it's going to be a, an I'm interesting sure it's something game. Belichick will scheme against though. But Belichick, I mean, what do you? I, I mean, <laughs> watching, you know, I know Sonny probably doesn't. He's, want to he's hear like this. a brilliant football mind. Yeah, I mean, he's just and he's calm because he's been there before, right? Yeah, multiple you know, times. He's been there before, <laughs> <clears throat> many times. Like like an AFC. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we gotta do something. I know and, we gotta and I do say something. That, I don't know what I say about the AFC is because Sonny, how many times has Ben said that the AFC is better than the NFC? Well, it is better than the NFC. The Patriots are better than the NFC. That's the that's the reason. I mean, it's that's why I throw it out there, Ben. We're deeper. We have a deeper conference. Uh, I think yeah, at, okay. the top, have, at the top, at the top, one really, we have really one good more team. high end teams. Yeah, we have one more yeah. high end team. Wow. Uh-huh. Especially this year, we have the NFC is an equal opportunist. Exactly. There's like ten teams in the NFC that can make it to the Super Bowl, whereas in the AFC, it's like one or two. 
I, I just I think the Patriots are going to come out. I mean, I think we might talk about this during a, during the prop bets later, um, but I think the Patriots really want to score quick. I think they really if they if they win the toss, uh, if heads comes up on the toss, they're going to go down the field within two or three minutes and score a touchdown. They want to get out there, score, and control the pace of the game. McVay doesn't want to play from behind. He just doesn't want to play from behind in this game. And I think if the Patriots can get out to a seven to nothing, ten to nothing lead. It's going to create nothing but headaches for McVeigh from that point all the way to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. McVeigh's got to try to score early. If they get the ball first, they got to go down and try to score points really, really quickly. Otherwise, Brady and Belichick are going to run up the time of possession and they're just going to grind them into the ground. And don't allow him to, to make his third downs. Oh, sorry. Sonia <laughs> <laughs> likes to lean back in her chair. Sonia, uh, she comes from the lazy boy. Uh, I've got the my The lazy boy school. The lazy boy school. Sonia used to drink bourbon, but she's drinking it tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be a fun game. I mean, if it comes down to the last, you know, you know, last series of the game, my money would be, you know, a thousand percent on the Patriots. Just going back to that Seattle Super Bowl. You know, just oh, just yeah, just, just watching. I walk away. <laughs> just watching Belichick on the sideline. You know, on the last essential play of the game, when when Carroll's just all just verklempt over there, he doesn't know what to do, what way is up or down or left or right, and Belichick's just standing there staring at the Seahawks sideline, yep. staring at the Seahawks. Side. He knows what play he's going to call. He knows what defense he's going to call. He's not worried about it, and he just he sees how confused the Seahawks are, and he says, "I'm not going to call a timeout." I don't need to call a timeout. Every other coach would call a timeout. I'm good. I'm not going to call it. And that's the situation that if you get McVeigh in that situation, Belichick's going to do the same thing to him that he's done to a lot of other coaches mm-hmm. in that last few minutes of the game. Sorry, she's giving me the death stare <laughs> here. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like talking about but, that Super Bowl. But it's just oh, but that's what Belichick does. And he does it to the Steelers, too. Super I mean, this Bowl, was the first uh, year we beat him, and it happened to be in a regular season. I think it was 49. I mean, how many yeah. times have, have have the Patriots beat the Steelers in the playoffs? I mean, it, it happens, you know, time and time again. And it's always because Belichick looks across the sideline and he sees Mike Tomlin and he's like, whatever. AFC. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to worry about this guy. So, but those are my keys to the game. Yeah. So, we share our keys. Yeah, and he said he didn't have much to say. Uh, no. Well, I don't have that much to say, but I'll take the next 10 minutes to talk about my feelings. Good job, Village. Well, it's a big game. It's a big game. And there's a lot of really interesting, you know, dynamics. It's I mean, the for biggest all, you game. know, Gronk could, could, Gronk could catch 10 passes, or he could just lights out block for the running game, and, and, and they end up with 250 yards rushing, and Brady throws for 180 yards, and they win the game. I mean, it's just, Anything you just don't happen. know what's going to happen. That's what makes it so exciting. All right, what's next up on the big board? We have our Super Bowl stories. Our resident, uh, <laughs> what is the, uh, what are the, what's the name of that? The, um, you know, the, the, the lead poet for the, for the state or for the country. There's a name for that where the, you know, the, the, the country names its poet. It names its, its musical artist. Yeah, that's uh, something, that's something I'm not, Ben. But, <laughs> right. but, but anyways, like, I, I spent some time writing this before I came over here, and so it's all written, I didn't write this on the computer, it's all written down by hand. Yeah, folks, uh, it's and, like and, five pages. It's, it's kind of long, and I don't know how far I'm going to get through this, but... Well, we're going uh, yeah, to post, I, gonna I, post I, the, act, these are going to be in a manuscript someday, like, yeah. Etsy scrolls, yeah. But yeah, I've yeah, noticed, yeah. I've noticed on, like, NFL Network, ESPN, other podcasts, you know, they, they don't just predict the winner, they predict what's going to happen in the game. Game. All right. And so I wrote this down 
I don't know how this is going to sound on the podcast. It might sound like a long, droning sort of story about what will happen, so maybe a little boring. But you guys... So you essentially know. like me talking any other podcast. Yeah, it, well, sort of. <laughs> that was podcast number four, which I listened to a little bit the other day. <laughs> I did. I, 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 I did. <laughs> Try to get through it. Eventually he's going to get through all 60 minutes of it. So anyway, Super Bowl <laughs> 53 in Atlanta. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yeah. You know, you know the, the the pregame has been well, basically this entire week. You know, they're gonna be talking about it all morning. I guess they start at God knows what time tomorrow morning. Right now, they start right, it right, right now. Exactly, they're, they're talking about it right now. <laughs> they're talking about it right now, and they should be. It's the biggest game, like we just said. But anyways, coming out on the field, Gladys Knight. Oh lord! I don't know how you guys feel about Gladys Knight singing the. I love Gladys Knight. Who doesn't love Gladys Knight? I don't. I, oh, I don't. They're I don't, just fine. Like her. I just don't. I don't. I've never listened to Gladys Knight in my well, life. They just want to find but someone. You that will they, tomorrow. I will tomorrow. Someone that will not embarrass them in any way. That's so let's let's get on with this. It's a very it's 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 all scripted and so, and it's kind of dim over here. Uh, and and so where's your light? The now, dim lights. <laughs> enters dark. We are room. we are outside. We are outside in the elements. But uh, here we go. <laughs> Gladys Knight will finish singing one of the longest renditions of the national anthem in recent history <laughs> due to the fact that she's old. Er, old er. <laughs> and that's what old singers tend to do. I mean, you know, they, 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 they like to prove that they can still sing. I mean, you never know if this might be her last time being invited to the Super Bowl or to any sort of major event. Sonia opened her mouth like, oh my God, and she goes, no, no, I didn't mean it that way. But you just don't know if she's going to be invited it's gonna back. It's going to happen to all of us eventually. And, you know, the, the, the cameras will pan from one side of the field to the other. Bill Belichick will look like he's pissed off about something, while Sean McVay will look uh, focused. Sonia's a big Sean McVay fan and a clean shaven, as usual, wearing his tight khakis. <laughs> <laughs> like Ben has said in in uh, past uh, uh, podcasts, what color will they be? Yeah, what, well, what color? <laughs> Don't tailor your khakis, people. Yeah, he does, he does. And so the captains will walk out on the field, and the Rams will win the toss. Oh. For anybody that's betting out there, win the toss and defer. Oh, to the Rams the are going to win the toss. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Tom Brady will come trotting out on the field after the kickoff. Uh, but after a quick three and out, the Rams take over at about their 30-yard line after the punt. Patriots, and, no points, And uh, huh? Goff will hand off to Gurley a few times, you know, to get him kind of comfortable. Gurley, huh? Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. He's healthy. We talked about this, but he'll be healthy. Okay. 100%, maybe 90%. Uh, so he picks up a few, a few big chunk plays of 15, 20 yards. Now, uh, now that McVay sees that he's a little comfortable, he calls a pass play. <laughs> you know, a bit of wait. Misdire- what, are we, what play are we on now? A bit of misdirection, and 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 Cooks is wide open down the sideline. Oh, and <laughs> he does not get into the end zone. The Rams try to punch it in from the five, but fail to do so. So Sean McVay, like a coward, for the second oh. game in a row, decides to kick a field goal. Oh come on! Another reason the Saints should stop whining. <laughs> and uh, you know that kind of shit. Does not work with Bill Belichick. <laughs> so, anyways, the Pats get the ball back. They move it methodically down the field, and Sony Michelle punches the ball in, oh. making the score seven three in the closing minutes of the first. And that was a really, really fast first half, <laughs> by the way. Like, what was the time of possession? Well, Gladys Knight took seven minutes, and they started the clock when she was on the field. 
And so the Rams they come back. They kicked the ball over her head. Yeah. They're like, enough, enough. Let's go, let's go. Tackle her. I'm taking, I'm the, taking the over. I'm taking the over on the one minute and 47 second. She's <laughs> night prop. Rockets red glare. So the Rams come back on offense now with C.J. Anderson picking up the load on offense. A few passes to Woods and a couple to Cooks and a finishing touch on the goal line. The Graham, the, the Graham, the Graham. The Grams. The Graham <laughs> Crackers. The Rams have their groove back. No need for a field goal this time around. Mm-hmm. Gurley comes in, scores from the from seven yards out. Rams take the lead. 10-7. Let me move on to the next page. I can burn <laughs> that one in the fire. Let me get my bearings straight. So Belichick is on the sidelines, unfazed. Tom Brady comes back out on the field and connects to Edelman a couple of times. And the little dude breaks out of... Uh, tackles like he usually does uh like a tiny wrecking ball and picks up some big yardage finally gronk who was uh used as mainly a blocker so far uh gets a nice one-handed grab with his bionic arm and falls out of bounds (laughs) (laughs) they're both bionic at around the 30 but it's pretty crazy though how he plays with that thing and uh, a few more short runs and it seems the defenses uh, for both teams are failing to make any stops that is guys until Aaron Donald crashes his way up the middle forcing Brady to run oh if if you want to call it running <laughs> <laughs> left One into the arms there. of Kung uh Su oh. who brand who Ben Likes to call Sue. I can't get it right. I can't get it right. <laughs> and I apologize to all of the fans out there. It's a sack fumble, and the Rams recover oh, the entire God. AFC. <laughs> I the see ent- who he's rooting for. I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm not rooting for anybody. But the entire AFC fan base cheers, and all three Rams fans in LA are celebrating. But the celebration ends quickly when the Pats D steps up big and forces a three and out. Huh? You guys like yeah, this yeah, so yeah. far, huh? All right. So now Brady is pissed, and uh, he he won't let that same mistake happen again. He lost the Super Bowl last year on a sack fumble, and uh, Eagles, and it just won't happen again. Uh, getting the ball back at his own ten yard line, he drives down the field, and in the closing minutes of the second quarter, connecting with Edelman and putting the Pats up fourteen ten at the half. And then uh, Maroon 5 comes out on the <laughs> field. Right. And, and none of us really give a shit about Maroon 5 at yeah, this table. I pass. Yeah, yeah, we don't really care about that. That's so anyways. It's <laughs> time to eat some wings. Yeah, nobody really watches that shit. And uh, so the second half kicks off, and the Pats come out. They drive down. Uh, the ball close to midfield before having to punt away uh, to the Rams after Sony Michelle drops a screen pass on a third and two. Remember this play, guys. Uh, <laughs> third and two. <laughs> McVeigh is seen yelling something at Goff as they come out and their first drive of the second half. And uh, whatever he said must have worked because the first play from scrimmage is a 50-yard bomb to Cooks down the sideline. Uh, CJ and, and Gurley take turns driving the ball straight at the Pats D, uh, picking uh, up yard after yard, and finally Goff floats the ball to Woods at the back of the uh, end zone, and the Rams are back in front, 17-14. to 14. And so that drive takes a lot of time off the clock, uh, but Belichick is still looking relaxed on the sideline and is 
XXXL. I mean, that, that sweater is pretty big. It's better than he, would, when he needs to wear. <laughs> With no sleeves. And why wouldn't he be With relaxed? No He's got the GOAT coming back on the field with plenty of time in the game and uh, here come the Pats right back down the field with Gronk putting in more work just like he did against the Eagles I'm throwing the Eagles in there a lot yeah, in yeah. the second half just like last year's Super Bowl <laughs> uh, he's rumbling he's stumbling his way after he catches and uh, Chris Hogan welcome Chris Hogan to the game also gets in on the action with a few catches on the drive the O-line is holding up well, and uh, Aaron Donald can't even sniff Tom Brady. Uh, the Pats finish off the drive with a touchdown yeah. to Gronkowski, and the score is now 21-17 Pats. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> the fourth quarter is now underway. This game is moving very quickly. <laughs> and uh, let's see, the fourth quarter, I'm trying to choose. The fourth quarter is underway, and after a tipped pass that was almost intercepted, from Jason McCourty, the ball is miraculously lands in the hands of uh, Josh Reynolds, who happened to be at the right place at the right time. And the Rams get into position to score again and uh, do after uh, what was almost a goal line stand Ooh, by the Pats <laughs> again. But, uh, but future Weight Watcher spokesperson CJ Anderson nudges his way over the goal line and now the game is 24-21 Rams uh, with about 8 to 9 minutes or so uh, remaining in the game and uh, it's a lot of time. I know it's a lot of time uh, so uh, Tom Brady comes out and tries to answer only he doesn't the Rams stand firm and the Pats Punt away to the Rams. The Rams take over on their 35, but after a few runs from Gurley, Goff inexplicably throws into triple coverage, trying to put the nail in the coffin, but instead the ball is intercepted. It's picked by, off. Picked yeah. off by Stefan Gilmore, and the Pats <clears throat> take the ball back. It's Brady time now, guys. <laughs> How much time? I don't know. But <laughs> Brady comes back in and finds his guys, picking the Rams apart. He's a man on a mission, and cameras pan to Giselle, who is pointing at the field, seemingly saying, Das is my man. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, She's German? Yeah. Isn't she yeah. German? I don't know. I She's think so. Giselle? <laughs> Tom Brady. We'll make her German this time around. Honorary German for the night. <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> finishes the drive with a TD to Edelman, and the Pats go up 28-24. But is it over? No. No, it's not over. No, that's not my script. No, it's not. The Rams get the ball back with 145 left in the game. There's your answer, Tanya. We're at 145 <laughs> in the game, and Goff is looking as calm as ever. Although with his demeanor, you just uh, can't really tell. He, he just might be shitting bricks at this moment, but you can't really <laughs> but tell. you can't tell. You can't tell. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't look... Like it on his face. Well, fuck. I, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll do this better. A lot better next Super Bowl, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the first play on the drive, uh, Goff connects with Woods down the sideline for a long gain, then a few short passes, then a few balls batted down, a couple incomplete. The Rams are moving the ball effectively, but uh, they're taking uh, plenty of time, but they're getting closer to the end zone. The Pats are playing back in zone coverage, Ben, which we've cut, talked about yeah, yeah, in the yeah. past, and that's a pretty annoying. And the Rams are slowly capitalizing 
on that. Uh, timeout later. Woods uh, fails to get out of bounds, and uh, Cooks makes a catch in bounds, and now they're at the six-yard line. Everybody is on the edge of their seats except Sonia, who's staring into space <laughs> right now. <laughs> there are 20 seconds left, and the Rams attempt to run the ball, and Gurley gets stuffed after two yards. Timeout again. Uh, the next play, Goff is uh, hurried out of the pocket and throws the ball beyond the end zone, third down now, and Goff barely misses Cooks at the back of the end zone to win the game. There are eight seconds now remaining. Goff calls his last timeout, runs over to the sideline towards Sean McFay, looks him directly in the eye. Sideline mics capture Goff muttering the words, Sunny, Sunny. <laughs> Sonya doesn't get in. <laughs> She's like, I'm not amused. McVay nods his head and Goff runs out to the field, <laughs> forwards the info to his team, lineups, lines up under center, then proceeds to move out to the right and slaps his guard on the ass. But wait, the Pats have seen this before. What is it? I guess it's not that interesting to say. <laughs> it's interesting to me. That's all that matters. You can't fool the Pats twice. I don't know if you watched last year's Super Bowl, Sonia. But the ball is snapped directly to Gurley, who then proceeds to toss it to Tyler Higby, their tight end, who uh, can see that his outlet, his outlet pass to Goff is covered by a linebacker who uh, ran out to defend him with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Time running out. Rusher is closing on Higby in desperation mode. He tries to run it in to the end zone, but he ultimately is stopped. Reaching out the ball to the goal line, but just can't make it. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> and the Pats win the game. Sorry if that sounded terrible. <laughs> I love that ending. That, well, the Pats won the game, so. <laughs> That's... That was good. It's Yay! definitely better than I could have done, for sure. That was no doubt about it. Well, let's toast to front here. Uh, next time, let's I won't, toast I won't to write it down. I'll actually type it out, and I just didn't have any printer and <laughs> ink in, in my printer. So that's that's how. Very good job. Very yeah. good job. That was really. Good. That was our first was... Uh, Broadway production of <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Three. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Next year, I think Pacino is going to be playing Bill Belichick. I'm drinking more of this Eagle Wear. Uh, I'm definitely drinking the entire who's gonna bottle play, tonight. Who's going to play Sean McVay? That's the question. Who's going to play Sean McVay? Zach Efron? Who's going to play Sean McVay? Sean McVay will play Sean McVay. <laughs> That's a good point. He'll probably be acting next year. So, yeah. I don't know how much time that took up. Uh, not much. Cool. Yeah, it was good not at much. times. It was, it was pretty sorry at times. But, I could hey. actually envision the whole game. So, now, Ben, what's your version? No. <laughs> My version is the Rams winning. Oh. My version is the Rams winning the game as well. So yeah. um, that's that's the only thing that I'm hoping for tomorrow. I'm hoping that that the Rams. Will Sorry if I bored you, Sonia. Sorry if I bored you. No, I Sorry if I bored the game. listeners. No, 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 no. And uh, we should tell the listeners that our friendly toad or frog, whatever it is, is back. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna power through here tonight. We're not gonna <laughs> let the, we're not gonna let the frog drive us inside tonight. Um, but uh, he or she is back, and uh, <laughs> and we love all animals. And we love all animals. Leading the charge here uh, is uh, is our friendly frog and a friendly little bit of a rainstorm here. So we're good to go. Uh, next up on the big board is our beer taste of the week. Uh, we're really excited to do this every week, folks. Um, we're going to find as many uh, interesting beers as we can. 
locally owned beers, locally owned breweries. Um, uh, for the lack of a better word, craft beer, which just seems to be, uh, looked at the craft beer section at Total Wine today, uh, and it's uh, pretty much a shame what passes for a craft beer these days. Um, so we're actually trying to find some legit craft beers uh, that we can taste and bring to you and bring us our, you know, your, our honest opinion about them. Um, we've had some really good luck with, uh, with Lost Coast and North Coast. Uh, we've had some really good luck uh, with a couple of other beers. And tonight, what are we trying, Franny? Uh, tonight is a Green Hat IPA from uh, the Fall Brewery. Uh, they are located in uh, North Park, San Diego. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And give it a sniff, Ben. I'm going to sniff this beer. <laughs> smells good. Smells, smells, oh, it smells mm, like an IPA. Smells, smells like it has a nice color. Let's see the color. Sonia is Oh, it's got a of... nice brown color. It's a, it's a, it's sort of a deep honey brown. It's, like it's very nice. I'm not sure why it's called Green Hat. What's the, uh, what's the alcohol content? Do you know? Uh, let me see. If, uh, seven point three percent. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it smells like it's up there. All right, let's taste it. Hmm. A little bitter. A little bitter. Aftertaste. Oh, that's a good beer. Right? That's that is, all that you. Is, that's a good <laughs> beer. Yeah, this is a yeah, beer yeah. definitely Ben that yeah. is a can beer. get behind. It's very hoppy. It's, it has a nice bitter finish. It's a very hoppy beer. <laughs> it makes me hoppy. <laughs> oh, it's got a very soft mouth feel. It does. It does. It has a soft. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, I'm making up my own beer terms here. But it, it's very soft in the mouth. Um, it has a really good bitter, uh, bitter sort of tangy aftertaste, which I like. Yeah. A little bit, a little chocolatey, um, a little chocolatey yeah. too. And there's not, it's not, there's not a lot of fruit in there. There's not a lot of, I don't taste any fruity uh, accents in the beer nope. at all. Mmm. Yeah, that's a good beer. That's a very, very good beer. It's, it's, it's sort of your typical IPA, I think. Um, but it tastes really fresh. Uh, it oh, yeah, doesn't it taste, does actually. Yeah, it doesn't fresh. taste like it was produced uh, in a giant uh, fermentorium uh, <laughs> off a freeway somewhere. It actually tastes really, really... Like no, really fermentorium fresh. was, a, like, was like, a thing. Like, Franny went down to San Diego today, picked this up, and drove it back. I, I did. Mean, it really I did. I didn't I mean, work it really today. Tastes I had a lot fresh. of time. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would give this, uh, if we were giving them, you know... Oh, for an IPA, definitely. Yeah. This is really good. Um, I, I, I would say uh, 8.5 out of 10. I would concur. I would say probably... Nine out of ten. Wow, yeah, Sonia, what do you think? Good. We could move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia likes. Sonia's <laughs> looking for the height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Sonia likes gonna, light we're gonna, beers. I am not we're gonna, we're gonna find a little fan. Coors Light here and no, bring it to the table. No Coors Light. What are you talking about? That's, uh, that's essentially the the United States version of height. That's really good. I mean, you know, the, the first sip, it you know, it, it tastes a little bitter, but then as you keep on drinking it, it's really. I mean, I could definitely keep. It's it's, it's it goes down very smoothly. Oh, that's a good beer. Wow. That is a really good beer. Mm-hmm. That is a good beer. I mean, it's 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 a little. I mean, it's more of your classic IPA. I mean, the last one last week was really also very good, mm-hmm. um, but a little fruity. Had a little bit of accent of the fruit in there. This one is sort of your typical. You know, this is the one you could see like in Game of Thrones where they would bang it on the table right before they went into battle. That's this. That's this beer. You know, there's no. We will talk about Game is, of Thrones. <laughs> this, is the, this is the manly. Beer. I don't know if Jon Snow yeah. <laughs> would, would oh, pound that on the Jon table, Snow. but. But yeah, um, so uh, what's the name of it? So this is yeah, this is Green from, Hat, uh, and, and and you know I, one suggestion uh, for the brewer, I would definitely make their logo a little bit larger, 
uh, because of the fall, it's kind of hard to see on oh. the actual label. See how it's kind yeah. of on the side right there? I mean, Green Hat is bigger than the actual name of the brewer, and so I would definitely make that bigger. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there, there was a couple of, uh, of beers from this actual brewer um, at, at Total Wine. But I'm glad I picked it up. Wow, this, yeah, it's is, very this good. is really good. Yeah, and for Frane and or Sonia to say that they like an IPA. Well, I like uh, IPAs. Yeah. I mean, maybe not as much as you do. I do. I do. I've been drinking them my whole life. Very good, though. Even before they were cool. Yeah. Even before <laughs> you had to buy a flannel shirt and pull your jeans up to your knees. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I still liked them even before that was, you know, you know, before accountants were driving Harley Davidsons. Yeah. This, was, this is good stuff right here. That is very good, and, and it's something that we'll probably buy just to drink in general. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I will finish this six-pack probably tomorrow during the game. So thank you, Green Hat. Really, really no, appreciate Green it. Hat. Really Fall. Fall. Oh, sorry. Fall. <laughs> uh, to Franny's point. Fall brewing, exactly. Yeah, when the Green Hat is brewing. bigger. Uh, you know. Very, very nice very, website. Very, too. very, very nice beer. website. Um, you know, you just look up Fall Brewing and on Google. It's <laughs> fallbrewing.com. What's but next up on the good. big board? Ah, we oh, have our yes. world famous quiz. This is. Uh, you know, you've heard is, this before. Uh, but listeners really like our quiz. They really like it when Sonia and or Franny uh, do the quiz and that I partake as a participant and not the person who drafted <laughs> yes. the quiz. And, and we're, uh, I have not received any positive feedback on the quizzes that I have run. So we're going to go with a quiz that Frane, uh has drafted for us tonight. Yeah, after last week, we're going to go ahead and uh, try to redeem ourselves. <laughs> because Ben, Ben comes with, he comes up with like obscure, like sort of questions about stuff that happened before anybody that's listened to a podcast was born. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> before the internet, before the telephone, before the interweb. <laughs> so send it through the tubes. Here it is, guys. You got your, uh, you got your buzzer. You got your buzzer right there. Perfect. Got it. And so, first question, guys. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots are bidding. And this is Super Bowl based. You know, this is all Super Bowl questions. Uh, seeing as how the Super Bowl is tomorrow, and and well, Ben's questions last week were Super Bowl <laughs> ish. Ish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. But thanks, though, Ben, for putting those together last week. <laughs> they don't the mean Patriots, it. They don't mean it. <laughs> the Patriots are bidding to win the Super Bowl for the sixth time, equaling the record of which team? The Pit, uh, damn it! The Pittsburgh Steelers, exactly. Which is why the Rams are going to win. Oh, <laughs> is that why you're rooting? For? Yep, that's why. That's exactly why Ben oh. and anybody that's Steelers fan is rooting for them. Oh hell yeah! And it's bad enough to, to for them to get six, but but let alone one quarterback. <laughs> To have six, <laughs> and this last twenty years. This yeah. is like not even like one quarterback. This is in twenty years. Go. One quarterback, one approximately. Coach. And so, question number two, Ben, you got that one right. Uh, the age difference between the two coaches representing the two teams in the Super Bowl is how many years? Oh my God, I don't know. Thirty-five years. I don't pretty know. close. Pretty close, Sonia. Thirty-three. Thirty-three years, oh. Ben. Ben. <laughs> We're going to have to have Sonia take like, some sort of disgusting shot. We're going to have to come up with a shot for the loser no, of this no, Well, Belichick no, no. is 66 and McVay is 33. And how do you know this, Benjamin? It's just because it's 66 and 33. It's like it's, it's just, yeah. how, how do you know that? It's just an interesting number. I mean, how do you know one that? Is, one is twice the it's other. It's because your nose is buried in, in football facts all week. Well, there is that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could be buried, you know... You know Politics is just, it, it makes me too angry now. <laughs> so, sports is where I'm going to pay attention to for the time being. Boo. And, question. Question number three. 
Who did the Rams last beat in the Super Bowl? Ooh, yeah, I should so I know this. I don't know. I, think I should the, it was, know it this. It was the 99-2000 season. Tennessee? Tennessee, Ben. The Tennessee uh, Titans. I was, a, I was, a, I was, that was afraid memorable. I was going to get that wrong. Very, that was a very memorable Super that Bowl. Was, that was. Yeah, that was my that, first that, Super Bowl in Los Angeles, by the way. That was the first Super Bowl I watched as a resident of Los Angeles. I just remember. I can't remember who it was. That, I can't. Remember. Interesting tidbit of information. <laughs> well, you know, I can't. But that's how he remembers it. You, you know, got it right, I Ben. It was my first, ben is so far three you know, for three. Very memorable. It was. I mean, you know, catching, running, you know, reaching out, <sighs> almost there to tie the game, but he there. couldn't. He couldn't make it. He didn't make it. Oh, sounds and like the the version you just wrote. I, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, okay, yeah, that, that, I, I kind of got it from that. Okay, so, <laughs> so uh, question question <laughs> number four: The Pats are just the third team to play in three successive Super Bowls. Which two other franchises have accomplished this feat? Oh. Ooh, that's a hard one. Oh my goodness, that's a hard it is, one. There's one obvious team. That is Steelers. a hard one. And there's two of them. Bills. The Bills are one of them. And the other one? The Buffalo Bills. It's not the Steelers. Then they played two and two. Yeah, it wasn't the Steelers. Uh, three Super Bowls in a row. Green Bay? Nope. Niners. Nope. Dallas. It's an animal. Bears. Nope. Nah. <laughs> it's an animal? It's an animal. Animal, vegetable, or mineral? An animal from the ocean. <laughs> or the sea. Oh, Miami! Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins played in three Super Bowls 72, in a row? 73, and 74. Nice. The last they were the, the only. Were so good. it's the That's Dolphins, right. the Bills, and the Pats the are the only teams uh, that played in three Super Bowls in a row. When Clayton and Duper are your best wide receivers, you're not going to go that far, <laughs> regardless of who your quarterback is. And so, question number five, guys. Uh, which world-famous jeweler is responsible for crafting the Vince Lombardi Trophy every year? Oh, I don't Tiffany. Tiffany. That's oh. right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany and Company. Tiffany and Company is in charge Tiffany, of... Tiffany, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us some jewelry. <laughs> Do you know how much... How much would you say the Super Bowl trophy is worth? Oh, God. A lot more if the Steelers win it. <laughs> it's priceless, then. Uh, it's oh. probably a couple million bucks. No, actually, no. actually, it's fairly cheap. Well, fairly cheap in you know. Terms <laughs> of thousand, right? It's fifty thousand yeah. dollars. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't know how recent that is, but that's the information I found on Google. <laughs> so fifty thousand dollars. And uh, Roger Goodell made that while we were doing this podcast. Yeah, they they just buffed it out right now. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Witten just crushed it in his he, bare he, hands. He already he already put pats on it. <laughs> he knows the winner already. Uh, and and one more question. We should have five. It's the sixth question. Uh, how much does it cost for a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl? $2.5 million. $5 million. $5 million, Holy Ben, shit. is correct. You're an asshole. I know, that's pretty crazy, man. $5 million for a freaking commercial. Uh, I don't man. even know why I know that. Because you've read everything that has to do with football. <laughs> do you know where we'd be sitting there watching TV and he would be buried on his phone just going... And then at night, going to bed. How am I going? He's he's getting for the listeners. He's, he's getting yeah. ready. Scrolling motion. He's scrolling through his. We phone. do prepare. Yeah, he does. We do. Prepare. I mean, you it can't tell. Like you it. can't it might tell. Not sound like it from my Super Bowl story that we actually prepare you for this. Put a lot of thought into it, although <laughs> you plagiarize some of it. But you know, I did plagiarize a little bit. Yeah. 
but I wanted to make it exciting for our listeners. Well, we played Drives it from the Eagle. It was exciting. It was good for. It was good for. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked. I mean, because I, I well, I, actually, I think that I learned that on what the worst network on television, NFL Network, played like their top ten Super Bowl commercials. Hey, of Good all Morning time. Football is really good. That might be the only good show because they had they had their top ten commercials of all time, and not even a, not a single one of them was any of the ones that I would have put in the top. Puppy Monkey Baby didn't even make it. I know that was a pretty bad commercial. I, mean, I it, love it. Kevin it's, Kevin Hart watching his memorable. daughter in the theater made that was like number eight. Dude, it's memorable. That wasn't even like in the top Puppy fifty. Monkey Baby. <laughs> I mean that that should have been either that should have been number monkey one baby. or. Or Wada should have been number one, even though it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's not. Was the Budweiser now, were the Budweiser frogs one of them? Because the we got one over here. Exactly. I gave up. I gave up at like five because the first five weren't funny. Budweiser. Well, that's our IPA frog back there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, size and it was as as, as uh, that's the enthralling <laughs> and brewing fall and interesting as usual. Company fall brewing. <laughs> Company. <laughs> well, Fall Brewing. Yeah, rare you, Eagle? You put your, your, your bourbon. Name, your, the name of the beer should definitely be more pronounced. Eagle Rare? Bourbon. Uh, but yeah, so thank you. So Sonia won the quiz. No, so, I didn't. As usual. <laughs> so what's next up on the big board? Um, We have our... Top, top five, five rule well, It's actually top three. Oh, it's top, top three rule changes. Top We're three. trying to figure out, you know, other things to talk about now that the season is almost over. And so uh, we came up with our top three changes for the NFL. So I know, like, which rule changes? Which ones would you like to see changed in the upcoming season? Your top three rule changes. Our top three? Yes. I, th- I think they should be able to challenge a play after the two-minute warning. Hello, Frog. <laughs> yeah, I can hear the frog in the background. I think they should be able to challenge... Uh, after the two-minute warning, I believe that... What was the other one? I think I wrote it down. But what kind of place? Any play? Pass interference? Anything? Well, just like they challenge any other play, yeah. But the coaches should the be coaches able to. The coaches should be so able to, so correct. It doesn't have to be, you know, coming from upstairs. No, or coming no, no, from New York. no, no. However, however, the upstairs, if there are obvious misses on a, on a penalty, mm-hmm. like we saw during the Saints the game. The Saints game, yes. Right. It was it's obvious debatable. It's debatable. to everybody. I, I think there should be an automatic review from upstairs. I, they saw it. They called it out during the during the game. They should stop the game at that point. I don't disagree. No, I don't disagree. And then my third one is kind of stupid because I can't seem to explain it right. But if if the man <laughs> has the ball and the ball barely kind of flies over the threshold, right? Right next to the pylon or over the line, and then he gets tossed out, that's a touchdown. Yeah. But if I clearly caught the ball in the end zone, and I caught it, and I'm up in the air, and before I can actually come down, come down a defensive player pushes me out, that should be a touchdown. You know what oh, it used to be. That is, that is that is true actually. Sonia. It used to be. That's that's true because it, and it used to be yeah back in the that's day. Baloney. I mean it was, it was a judgment call back in the day. Yeah, it was a judgment call as to whether or not the push of the receiver was sufficient to, uh, you know, to prevent the the player from getting both feet down. Yeah, right. But it, his feet are nowhere near being down. He could be flying over the end zone. But yeah, and if I the mean, and, and like exactly like you said, like if, if they're catching at the back of the end zone and they have possession, they have full possession of the ball. Then yeah, it should be a touchdown for any Eagles receiver. 
and, 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 this, and this might be a theme that you see uh, in our in our top three tonight. Is that, is that the NFL clearly has to do a better job of dealing with plays at the goal line? Yeah, uh, yes. for sure, yes. absolutely. Those are my top three. All right, all right. Well, I like those top. Three. I like those. That's very well, good. Thank you. I agree with NFL all of them for, for the most part. Bring yeah. Sonia to your commission. Yeah, you've already right. got one chick. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Ben, should I go first? Sure, sure, sure. Sure, why not? All right, so uh, my top three changes would be the kickoffs. After a touchdown or at the beginning of the game, the kickoffs should start from the 25-yard line. You know, these kickoffs from the 35-yard line, it always goes into the end zone. There's no runbacks. I mean, this is a physical game. Let's make it physical. I know it was all made for player safety, but that's just not football, okay? I mean, I want it to be a physical game. I mean, they should have a chance to run it back, you know, possibly for a touchdown. So that's one of the changes that I like to make. Uh, another one is the OT rules. You know, I mean, right now, if yeah, a, for sure, yes, for the first team that gets it, if they kick a field goal, the other team has a chance. If they score a touchdown, then it's over. I think it should be changed to a 15-minute period where it ends at the end of that 15-minute period. And was it ever like that? No, 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 no. 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 I mean, they, they changed it to now. I mean, before it was like whoever scores first yeah, wins. So now it's it's. You know, whoever scores a touchdown or, or whoever gets the ball second after a field goal, but they should just play the full 15-minute period, and whoever wins at that the, the end of that 15-minute period, if it ends in a tie, then obviously it's a tie. Um, and then my last well, what one... what about the playoffs? In the playoffs... Same rules. Why would they change it? Yeah, well, in the playoffs, I would do a 15-minute period, and then a 10-minute period, and then a 7-minute period. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd cut it down and, and let the guys play it out and see what happens at the end. <laughs> let the survivor win. Uh, and then, but it wouldn't last... be. It would never get to the point where it was like uh, penalty kicks or or sudden death. It would just be you know you just you keep on playing play until, until wins. just like in the NBA. You know, you just keep on playing. I mean, obviously in the NBA is not as physical, but you know, you, but definitely you play, not now. If it's tied, then you play another five. If it's tied, you play another five. If it's tied, you play another five. And in the NFL, they should do it, but maybe less time for every succeeding period. So you think fifteen minutes though? Fifteen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's that's a long game for them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they played. I mean, I mean, if you look at the actual math, I mean, they, that 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 would push their time on the field from like in play from like three and a half minutes to like seven minutes. But it doesn't happen very often, though. I mean, in the NFL, it doesn't really happen very often. I mean, obviously with the with the Steelers, it did happen yeah, yeah, this yeah. year, but not. It's not something that happens. That happens yeah. very <laughs> often. Yeah. <laughs> well, late. I mean, this year it did. I mean, that's why you're going to see a whole bunch of money on the prop bets for you know will this game to go to overtime because two games went to overtime and now people are going to think it's this one's going to go to overtime. Yeah. And so my last one is that we should implement the eagle eye, just like they have in tennis, just like they have in soccer now, uh, where you can you can pinpoint where the ball is on a certain part of the field. And I'm talking about the goal line in football. Oh, for sure. They should put a chip inside the football. You should be able to see on not on camera, but on you know an actual whatever. I don't know how they how the technology is. And there's a chip set in the ball. Up. There's a chip in the ball. In soccer, and, there's a chip and, in the ball. Yeah. So. You know, there, many chips actually. So you know, I don't, I don't think we should make be making judgment calls with just you know the the the, the pylon camera. I think we should have an actual chip in the ball that lets us know that it's a touchdown. Obviously, you need to check to see if the player's knees are down, possibly, but that's another change we should make because it's a technology that exists and it's something that the NFL should implement. Yeah, because at least they would, at least they would be able to tell you at the point at which the ball crossed the plate. Yeah. And yep. at the bo- at that point, they could stop the film and look and, and then see where the body it. of the player yeah. is. Or but. they could tell you that regardless of what happened in the pile in the scrum, when Tom Brady is 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 quarterback sneaking and no one can tell where he is, mm-hmm. 
whether or not the ball <laughs> actually <laughs> crossed the plane before his knee touched the ground. You could put, I mean, especially on quarterbacks, running backs, you could have chips, you know, near their knees, near their, you know, on parts of their uniform. So you'd be able to know whether or not, you know, on those goal line plays, whether the ball actually got in. The because same. you see how confused the officials are. They or, don't want to even make those calls. Well, mm-hmm. what about the, those officials that tend to always move the ball a couple inches away from actually the, the first down mark? Yep. But especially on the goal line, though. I mean, yeah. you, know, I mean for, you have for, to know for, whether for it's a first, touchdown For, for or not. first downs, you know, it's one thing. But especially on the goal line, that's where it's you know most important, I would say. And they should definitely implement that technology because it does exist yeah. and has existed for years now. For sure. I mean, you don't want to take too much of the human element out. But for touchdowns, for big first downs, big fourth downs, you definitely want to know where the ball is on the field. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's fair. too much to ask for the NFL. I agree with you. Which is a multi-billion cool. dollar business. Exactly. I, don't, I don't think that's too much to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, because it happens, and it'll or probably least, happen tomorrow. At least the It'll playoffs, probably happen tomorrow. You know, do it in the playoffs. Maybe if you don't want to do it in the regular season, but at least in the playoffs. Yeah. Or in yeah. the Super Bowl. Something, I agree. Something. I agree a thousand percent. And Ben... What's up with the board? No, what are your three changes? I'm trying to avoid my three changes. Then three. <laughs> okay. Well, I know uh, this is an unpopular one. This I've is got a, 17. This is, a, this is an unpopular one. Uh, but my first one is I hate the fumble out of bounds touchback oh. rule. I hate it. I mean, I know why it's in place. I'm not a moron. I know why it's in place. I know that if the quarterback fumbles the ball out of the end zone, it's a safety. But if you're driving down as the offensive team and you get to the pylon and for some reason you reach out to the pylon and you fumble the ball out of the end zone, I don't think that should necessarily be a turnover to the other team at the 20-yard line. Or is it the 25? I'm not even sure. <clears throat> I think it goes to the 20. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, but I just don't think that's a smart rule. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I mean, I think that the, the good teams like the Patriots, you're never going to see. Uh, you know, a Patriots player run down to the goal line and just flop the ball out in the air and get it knocked out and fumble it out of the end zone. So the well-coached teams don't do it. But still, I think it's a ridiculous rule to have a team on the on the precipice of a touchdown accidentally drop the ball out of the end zone and lose the ball entirely. Maybe you kick them back to the 30-yard line. Maybe you kick them back to the 40-yard line, kick them back to the 20-yard line. Whatever the case may be, I don't know that that should necessarily be a turnover on downs, although I'm sure there are a lot of people that disagree with me there. Um, uh, what I will say, I actually agree. My second rule change, I agree with, uh, I agree with Sonia. I think, uh, I think that the replay rules are a little bit too cute. Um, I, I, I think that either you should challenge everything or nothing. Uh, I think they're trying to get too cute with what you can challenge, what you can't challenge, when you can challenge it, when you can't challenge it. I really honestly believe that they should they should have a, a sufficient number of challenges for the coaches that don't extend the game uh, too much uh, and allow the referees the latitude uh, to call for uh, instant replay when necessary. But either you can challenge everything or challenge nothing. It's completely arbitrary whether something's a judgment call or something's not a judgment call. Pass mm-hmm. interference is no more a judgment call than where the ball should be spotted and when the knee is down. Yeah, you can get it within a few inches depending on the camera angle in the stadium that you're in or maybe a yard depending on the, sca- the, the stadium that you're in. But either challenge everything or challenge nothing. Uh, and my last one, my last rule change, bring back pass interference, 10-yard, 15-yard penalty. Bring back the college rule for pass interference. Uh, I think pass interference, long pass interference calls in the NFL have really sort of skewed 
the way uh, that games go, and potentially even the winners and losers of games. Uh, a huge 50 or 60 yard pass interference call happens fairly regularly now, given the amount of passing that is happening in the league, and I just don't think that most of the referees are getting these things right on a routine basis, and there's no reason that you should be having 60, 50, 40-yard pass interference calls pushing the ball all the way down the field on a regular basis. I'd like to bring back that 15-yard pass interference call uh, so that you have... It's just a more sort of... um, routine way of getting down the field in a, in a routine way of calling penalties instead of instead of this ridiculous sort of 50, 60, 70 yard penalties that you have. Mm-hmm. Those are my three rule changes. Or if they keep that <clears throat> rule, how about, how about redefining what PI actually is? <laughs> well, I mean, I think they de- no, the, the, the issue they is they define it, but the referees don't really Right. Yeah, it's a judgment know. call, and, 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 and we've seen it happen, I mean, obviously in the Saints game, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was an obvious P.I., and you have the one in, in the, the Steelers-Saints game where that was not a P.I. in the end zone. They gave it to them, so I mean, yeah, the, yep. yeah, the, the judgment is, is... Yeah, I mean, or you have P.I.s that are called, and then it's a judgment call as to whether or not the ball was uncatchable. No. I see it as uncatchable. The referee sees it as and catchable. And that's that automatic review I'm talking about. Yeah, but, but but judgment calls, I mean, a lot of these plays are judgment calls. I mean, a lot of the things that you can challenge are, are, are now are judgment calls. Yeah, well, I think we should be on the rules committee. Yeah. Well, That's for it. sure. For we should sure. <laughs> talking about what they just saw, and all three have a different story. Who wins? Yeah. Uh. The main guy, I guess. I don't but know. anything that seems unfair should Minovich. probably be a judgment. <laughs> uh, and, of course, my you know I'll throw my last one in there, is that I still don't understand why... You know, if you're if you're the offense and you're at the one yard line and you get a holding penalty, you go back ten yards. But if you're the defense and you do you can do whatever the hell you fucking want and you only move the ball up a half a yard. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Move it to the one inch line. Move it to the freaking goal line. You know, if you if you're at the one yard line and you get a holding call and you get pushed back to the eleven, if you have a blatant, you know, roughing the passer call, why do you go from the one yard line to the half yard line? Why aren't you at the goal line? If you blow the quarterback's head up, why are you not at the goal line? Why are you not literally right at the goal line? You get, a new, you get a new set of downs, though. You do, but still, I mean, you're not moving the ball forward. I mean, it's, essentially, you could do whatever the hell you want from, from, from the two-yard line. I mean, you get two straight penalties, and you're only at the... What, where are you? You're at the one... You can't go any further than the one-yard one, one yard line. Or right, half-yard line. You snuck in. All right. Yeah. I, snuck in one more. I snuck in one more. I did. I snuck in one more. Alright, what's next up on the big board? <laughs> next up on the big board, Ben, we have listener questions. Oh. Well, at least one listener question I think you have. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to just listen to, you know, in the interest of time, we're just going to read one listener, listener question uh, tonight, and we'll have a whole bunch more in the postseason, uh, or in the, the, the time that follows the season, because uh, we're sort of compiling these. But tonight we have one, I think it pretty much goes for, for all of us here at the table. Um, it's Tom from Northern California. Thank you, Tom. Uh, first, he says, great show, guys. Thank Aww. you, Tom. Again. Uh, that's really nice of you. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, the question is, what teams in the AFC do you think have a chance to end the Patriots' run of dominance in the conference, or do you think it will continue for several more years to come? Chiefs. Ronnie, what do you think... About that particular question, I know you have uh, your opinions about this. Yeah, I, I agree with Sonia. <laughs> she said Chiefs, Chiefs. and I, I do agree <laughs> that it is uh, the Chiefs. I think they have the weapons, and I think if they fix their defense, 
this year. I mean, they're going to get it. I don't know. If, did they get a new defensive Fix their coordinator? Defense? Did they get a new defensive coordinator? Uh, uh, I know they fired their old I one. I can't remember. But, uh, I don't know if they hired. If they're anybody. bringing the right guy. They're bringing the the, the right personnel. Uh, I think they're the one team right now, either the Chiefs or the Steelers, if uh, they get rid of all the drama going on over there in Steeltown. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to say. Uh, you know, I'd love to say that the Steelers are going to be the team that can that can knock them off, but they're they're really sort of waning rather than waxing the Steelers. I mean, you know, Roethlisberger's in uh, the last, uh, I don't know, couple years of his career probably. Uh, you know, regardless of what people say about Darnold or about Allen, uh, you know, there's really nobody in the Patriots division that's going to challenge them anytime soon. In the division, no. Uh, you know, the Chiefs have a chance. I mean, the Chargers... Uh, you know, I, I, I agree with both of you. I mean, I think if anybody can do it, it's the Chiefs. Um, now, is, really... is, there, is there a surprise team, maybe, in the AFC? Like, somebody, somebody that, that was not that good this year that might be able to knock them off at least next year, maybe in the coming years. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Oh, God. The Raiders might. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. <laughs> After the well, we're laughing Vegas, at it, but, you know. I, uh... You know, I mean, Gruden... He did it once uh, with the Raiders. Uh, he didn't do it with Tampa Bay. I mean, that was Dungy's team. Uh, but with the number of draft picks that they've been able to stockpile over the years, uh, I mean, a Dark Horse, Dark Horse, yeah. really dark, yeah. like Black Beauty type, Dark Horse. <laughs> um, the Raiders could potentially be there. I mean, I, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I don't think they're going to challenge uh, yeah. I just don't think he needs to improve his play. Uh, definitely, yeah, and, the, and the defense is going to wane at some point. You know, you know, one team, one team that was good last year, but this Please year was not Colts. that good. I'm not going to say the Colts. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh my God, no, 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 no! If, I won't even entertain it if they get Nick Foles. <laughs> oh man! If but I, I just oh. that's, no, no, maybe not with Blake, but they did it with Blake Bortles. They went to the AFC Championship game. They went true. to the AFC that Championship game last. Year, yeah, uh, and and their defense, you know, they still have some of the same personnel over there. Um, I, 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 they're a team that maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I'm just throwing it out there. You threw out the Raiders, so I don't know if you're going to be like a weirdo, but hey, well, you, the Raiders, if, if the Raiders can do it, then Jacksonville well, Jaguars the Raiders have a history <laughs> of being pretty good at, at at points in time. Yeah, just throw right, it out well, there. I mean, I'm not going to poo poo it. I yeah. won't poo poo it. Yeah, uh, I just don't. I mean, poo poo because everyone thinks Nick Foles is going to the Jags. That tells me that Nick Foles is not going to the Jets. <laughs> um, because that just seems to be the, the conventional wisdom. But what are they going to trade away? I mean, if you franchise them, what, what are the Jags? Well, the Jags can't afford to trade away draft picks. Well, Raiders are uh, looking Because at their Foles defense too. is going to be either they're going to have to pay everybody on defense or they're going to have to. Uh, they're going to have to let some people go in free agency because they can't keep that defense together. At M- the, maybe, at the, at the maybe within the division? Maybe the Dolphins? I mean, that's the only other team I could see within their division. Who's their Buffalo. Quarterback now? Buffalo. Is not going to do anything in the upcoming years, I don't think. Uh, I, like, I wish Jets, they were my. I wish they were my dark horse. The Jets, no. But Miami, they they you know they beat them once this year. I, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe that is true. That is true. Uh, but there's nobody in. The, I mean, the Texans. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the Texans either. Uh, Even if they shore up that offensive line, there's just something yeah. about the tech. The Texans have a little I, bit I think of that the, clipper, think, that clipper, that clipper <laughs> perfume. Yeah, on I, I think they a need a new coach. I think they need a new coach over there to lead the team. 
Yeah, and and they just don't have that whatever that whatever that it is to get you through uh, deep into the playoffs. They just don't sort of have it, and they've mm-hmm. never had it. Um, but yeah, I I I, I really so appreciate... Sonia thinks the Chiefs. I obviously think the Chiefs and Ben. You think the Raiders? Well, I think the, <laughs> I think the Chiefs are the most likely. I think the Chiefs and the Steelers are the most likely. Um, but I, 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 my dark horse would be the Raiders. Yeah. No, so but, thank you, Tom, for your question. You. We really that, appreciate that. That's that. a really good question, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I know Franny really appreciates that question because he's yeah. he's AFC. he doesn't understand hey. he hey. doesn't understand why no one in the AFC can beat the best team in the history of the NFL. Only because <laughs> only because me and Sonny hear all the time how much better the AFC yeah. is better. You know, than, and the, the only the NFC. better AFC is the Pats. <laughs> well, but they're pretty what? damn good. It's like well, it's like it's yeah, like in the it's NFC, like in the nineties. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Eastern NFC, Conference is is really bad, but yeah. except for the Bulls. Yeah. yeah, but in the NFC, <laughs> there's usually like one good team, but they don't they don't have that sort of dominance over a twenty year period. I mean, the Seahawks were and good. They made it to the playoffs they were very every year, good. man. Since what two thousand? They were very good. I mean, the Forty ers had their for run. They, had, they were dominant. You know, the the, the, the Cowboys had their dominance yeah. for, a for a certain period of time. Way a long, a long time ago, the Vikings had their sort of, where they went to multiple Super Bowls in a short period of time, but not 20 years of dominance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 18, 19 years. Yeah. So, well, pretty cool. I mean, next yeah, year, because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. next year, because the team is not really going to change. Yeah. Bill Belichick will be there. Tom Brady will be there. You know, I'm not sure if Gronk will be there, but they'll just find somebody else. Yeah, and McDaniels will be there after that. An uh, NFC team is going to play. Exactly. Well, that's what we should. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, on yeah, the big yeah. board next week. <laughs> <laughs> we need something to talk about, yeah, Sonia. Remember sure. that. All right, next up on the big board, we have. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones for all of our listeners Yay. out there. If you're not watching Game of Thrones, watch Game of Thrones. I so, still think it's the best show ever. I'm not sure Ben and Sonya will get there eventually. We're getting there. Maybe. Yeah, we're getting yeah. there. Yeah, you'll I, get there. I'm, I'm still on the Breaking Bad band. So we're yeah, going to well, try... Uh, wait till season three. Uh, well, we're starting <laughs> so we're, season three. Yeah. We're going to try our best to get through a season a week. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, as long as by April you guys are caught up, you're good to go. So, so far we've gotten through season one and season two. We talked to... You know, talked about season one last week. Yep. Uh, talk about season. We two. couldn't remember all the names last this week, week, but we, I still can't remember all the yeah, names. There's, there's a lot uh, of characters. I, I'm close on the. I'm close on the uh, the daughter that was supposed to marry Joffrey, but now is not going to marry Joffrey. Sansa. Uh, Sansa and uh, Tyron, Tyree, Tyree, the Tyrion, 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 the imp. Yeah, Tyrion is is. Is the imp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the dad's name, he, he, his dad has a similar name. It's, it's like, very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's Tywin. 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 Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this season, I mean, it, it had it, it started out pretty strong, uh, with a little slow in the middle there. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, I think it was pretty intense. Uh, the battle scenes at the end um, with um, Tyrion, with Tyrion taking control. essentially taking control. And showing what a coward and being uh, Joffrey is. Completely disrespected after the battle. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. I yeah. mean, completely disrespected. Uh, and who was it that tried to kill him? Uh, oh, it, it, it I can't was... remember. But somebody, it, it was actually uh, on the orders of the queen. Uh, the queen actually attempted to kill her own brother. I, don't, I, don't I mean, I've got a lot of respect I, I, for the queen because she don't give a shit. I don't think it was the mountain. I think they called him. No, the I don't think. No, the, yeah, no, no, the no. mountain was killed by. Seven, uh, no, the mountain was. Not oh no, killed. he was defeated and no, sent yeah. into. You yeah, know, wait, wait till you see what happens yeah, to the yeah, mountain, yeah. huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it's it's very good. I mean, I really like the politics of it. Um, I really like the fact that what's his name, uh, 
No, I, can't, I still can't. No, I, I, I just like thing. the fact that they introduce different cultures. You know, there, there's the East, there's the West. You know, they, they have you know certain people uh, uh, people in the show that believe in one God and other ones believe in other gods. So there's different religions. So I mean, it's, but do it's, they? It's I always hear in front of the gods, like all the gods, like they're always saying that they're doing it in the presence of all the gods. Yeah. So I'm not sure who I mean, the if, gods if, are. If you read about the show more, you'll. All right, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, Sonya really enjoyed the dragons, and uh, and Khaleesi, Sonya really enjoyed that. I enjoyed Khaleesi too. Uh, she really, <laughs> she really enjoyed uh, <clears throat> Khaleesi getting her come, you know, getting her revenge. Um, oh, that was nice, right? She's bitching, right? Yeah, yeah, locking the locking the king in the vault or the the whatever it is. Oh like, yeah, that but, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, but her handmaiden or whatever. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, I didn't right? even realize that. Did you know that? I, I mean, thought she were was we murdered. To, were we supposed to know that no. ahead of time? What? That she had that she had betrayed her, not until that scene. I mean, didn't know until that. I don't want to mess it up for any listeners okay. out there. But well, no, know. we're already messing it up. So we're yeah. Going. Well, yeah. Listen, watch the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're past season two, turn the podcast off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was really. I mean, the politics of it is really interesting to me. Uh, I think Theon sort of. Oh, um, I hate yeah. him. Had yeah. the opportunity Bastard. to to. He, he's, flee? A, he's he's definitely a conflicted sort of to character. Flee? He's not, not sure which side to be on. Is he a Stark? Is, is he a Greyjoy? You know, the, he's a Killjoy. Yeah, well, but, but, but a I, great actor, though. Great actor. Oh, but the thing I didn't understand is um, the at the end there, at the end of the first, uh, the second season. So Theon, you know, essentially they beat the crap out of him and they and they take off because uh-huh. they have the the deal is you know. You guys could take off as long as you leave Theon behind. Yeah. And then they burn the castle and everything in the castle. Why wouldn't they just leave? Like, that was the thing I didn't quite understand in terms of Winterfell. Why they didn't just leave behind. Like, when uh, when the kids come out, there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then essentially, they're told to go to the wall where Jon Snow is going to save them. It, it, well, I don't want to mess anything up for you guys. <laughs> Either moving forward, but... Um... But we'll just leave it at that. I don't, but I don't, yeah, I mean, Theon, I think, was, was you know, he's a conflicted character, but he did some really, really terrible things. Um, and I think his pride got the better of him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and the, and the scene at the end, the very last scene where my pudgy friend is at, you know, out in the wilderness in the uh, on the other side of the wall, and I guess they're the White Walkers, the leader of the White Walkers The White comes, Walkers, yeah. And he thinks he's going to be killed, and the guy just looks at him like, nah, I'm not going to bother with you. And then you can tell that they're just sort of marching towards yeah, the wall. Yeah. Uh, but Sonia, you know, tell us how, about uh, what you thought about the show. No, it, it was good. I I did not enjoy the battle scene only because when it's a dark battle scene, I don't know who's who and who's yeah. killing who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when the when they hurt Tyrion, 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 that that broke my heart. Um, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So when the queen told Tyrion that she's going to take someone he loves away and all of a sudden some other woman appears mm-hmm. how did that come about I missed well he was sleeping with that whore basically, yeah. basically what she is and, and so he's trying to hide the fact okay. that he is with that other okay. 
person. So he's pretending like that is the woman, and oh. she's right. To yeah, 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 throw yeah, her yeah. off the you know the trail. Of, you know, so. Yeah, but the queen was vicious. I mean, I give the queen a lot That's of credit, sad. man. She was going to kill her brother. She yeah. was going to kill everybody. In the, she, but you know, what she a great actress, though, too. Man. Yeah, I mean, she, she did a really job in the good role. job. I mean, that was a great scene when she's like, well, I'm going to, you know, where uh, Sansa says, like, I'm going to marry the king. And she's like, good luck with that. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm going to love him. And she's like, yeah, good luck with that. Uh-huh. So did Sansa go with? Um, we don't know. Oh, we don't know what happened there. We well, don't know how, how far did you go with Jamie Lannister? Well, that's when he was oh. on the bridge, right? And and he was fighting with uh, uh, no, Brienne of Tarth or Tur- Tarth. No, well, I think no, he's, about... he's still a prisoner right now. He's, no, he's a prisoner. He's, he's a, with he's that a, he's, woman. Yeah, so, so he's with the woman. Yeah. So where did that end? It. Uh, she beat the crap out of three Stark people. Yeah. And then, um, she cut down the women. And stuck a sword completely through his crotch, right oh out his God. right out his head. Almost. Uh-huh. And that was it. That was oh, all they okay. showed of him. All right. Well, I'm not going to go any. Okay. I'm not going to go further well, yeah, into I mean, that. It, it, right now, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a really, really good show. I mean, I, it was a little less Rob at the end, a little more Rob at the beginning, um, but definitely, um, the Queen's brother is a badass. I know he's a bad dude, but he is a badass. And him and uh, the, the interplay with him and Arya, I found really, really interesting. Wait, the queen's brother. What? Oh, is it? That was the queen's father. Is it? Uh, oh no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Tywin, yeah, yeah. Tywin Lannister. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, the where they're held up in, I don't know what town that's called. Yeah, but, that yeah. was cute. Yeah, and I mean, because mm-hmm. Arya, I think, really has a. She's going to turn out to be something in the show because she's, she's really, really smart, and clearly she knows. She's a tomboy. She, she definitely what. doesn't. She's not ladylike. You know. No, like, and she like, makes everybody know that she's not ladylike. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a great show, and definitely recommend any one of our listeners to watch it. Yeah, I want more of the wall. I still want more of the wall. You'll get plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, I want more of the wall, and I want more of Tyrion. Uh, I think it was really shitty what they did to him, and the fact that the queen like sort of stuffed him off in like a dusty library corner. Uh, that, was, that was that was more the father than than his sister, because but his how, father is back now. Yeah. But how did the father not know that he made the right decision? By making him hand of the king in his absence. I mean, given what he was able to do, I don't know if he knows the whole. I don't know if he, if he knows the whole story. Because okay. if he knew, I mean, he. I mean, they would have been overrun. Mm-hmm. King's Landing would have went. Yeah, but the, to king, the crazy person. The king is Joffrey. So whatever Joffrey says is what happened. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, universally, I mean, I think everybody dislikes Joffrey, but yeah. I like I like <laughs> the queen. I mean, I think the queen is just. She's been screwed over. She's been in a bad situation, uh, and she's just gonna she's just gonna do whatever she needs to do to get to the point where she needs you know where she thinks she needs to go. I love how she's gonna ha- hand her kid poison a drink. Here you go, sweetheart. Well, I mean, the alternative the alternative is to get slaughtered by what's his name? Uh, the the, the other Stannis, who's a complete crazy person, right? St- well, she was trying to force uh, Sansa to drink wine, and I got worried there. I thought, oh my god, did she put no just. You know, if if we're gonna get murdered, you might as well get drunk before we get murdered. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, but but the, the, but Stannis, I mean, he is a complete basket case. And the Red Woman. I mean, the, she's. Oh. But I mean, but if she can give birth to a demon that can go into a tent and kill people, why wouldn't she just use the demon to kill other people? I, I don't know. It's maybe a one-time use demon. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like you hit me once. What do you want it's to do? A scratcher. It's a scratcher. And stuff. <laughs> She had like a one, it's like a one spin, you get one spin on the slot machine. That's it. And you used it to kill whoever it was that she killed. Uh, Well, well, she killed the next 
king, sort of who's in line to be king of the throne, which was the brother of Robert. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. That's true. He was the younger brother, but then Stannis is the older brother, so he's technically next next in line. So that's why there, you know, there there will be stuff happening in the future, and I don't want to mess it up for you guys. I just want Joffrey to die a horrible death. Oh, Joffrey Schmoffrey. It's not that bad. You know what? He's very predictable. He's very predictable. He's very predictable. But no, I, mean, but I, just, I just respect the actors for yeah. just like making you hate that character. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was saying such, that... and he's such, an, he, he's annoying to look at. Oh my god! But I'd write. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sonya was saying that he quit acting. He quit acting because he got so much hate uh, he'll, mail. He'll be rage like for the rest of his he life. He got so much hate mail from this show that he quit acting. Yeah. yeah that's, that, uh, there's something wrong with people that take shows that seriously. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, if I just like him, it means you you're know? doing your job. I mean, like, I'm yeah, breaking exactly. bad. Like, when I didn't like Skylar, it's like, because you're doing your job. Yeah, well, she looked annoying, too. And, and, and Gus. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like Gus because he was doing his job. Yeah, well, he, Gus, I like uh, Gus. He's, he's, and at the end, when I didn't like badass. Walt. What? <laughs> Well, I mean, he did. I mean, you can only do so much to Jesse before you're like, okay, you gotta let you know, <laughs> enough with this. You know, this kid has been tortured enough. Um, okay, what's next <laughs> up on the big board? Uh, but the betting corner, Ben. Oh, you know, we have the betting the, the corner. Prop bets. We the have prop the prop bets, bets, bets for the Super Bowl. And, and Sonya will definitely, here. definitely stay out for these prop bets because it's you know it's not like what we usually do with the, the games of. You know, 14, 15, 16 games that we have. Yeah, I mean, it's usually, you know, the the, the lines on the games, and and that's about it. But tonight we have some really, really interesting prop bets, you know, across the board, which is some really fun stuff. So, you know, I, not that we would, uh, you know, want anyone to bet on these crazy, crazy bets. Oh, um, maybe. But we... But we <laughs> But we, we there are some interesting bets on the board for sure. Um, so, Frank, do you have any uh, prop bets that you think I, I, are... I'm not uh, sure if, if my prop bets are the same as your prop bets. Um, I'll, There's I'll, about I'll just, a thousand of them yeah, out there, right? unfortunately. So I'll, I'll throw out the first one. And, uh, Sonia, mm-hmm. what do you think about this one? Okay. Will the roof of Mercedes-Benz Stadium be open at kickoff? Yes. Yes is minus 280, so there's a very good chance that it will be open. And Ben walked away from the table, so I'll go on <laughs> with our next one here. Uh, what will the coin toss landing position be? Heads or tails? Tails. Yeah, and, and those are pretty much the same because 50-50. <laughs> so that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, so favorites always take heads. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's that one. Sonia thinks it'll be tails. I, I don't know. Heads? I don't know. What about you, Ben? What, what questions do you have there? Or what, what prop bets do you have there? Well, I mean, the first one I had was uh, there, I, there was a really interesting bet on the, the team to score first. Uh-huh. Uh, or will a team score within, like, the first two minutes, two and a half minutes, something like that? No. I would say no, too. And there was, a, there was an interesting bet, like, would, would, the t- would a team score, like, in the first two and a half minutes or three minutes of the game, and it was, like, plus 750, so you're getting, like, 7.5 times your money. Mm-hmm. And I think the Patriots are actually going to come out and score early in this game. And I think that, that quick, yeah. You think early I, I think, as in the first two minutes. I think if the Patriots wow. win the coin toss, they are going to go down the field and score right away. Okay. Huh. Um, so that bet, you know, te- seemed to me to be an interesting. I mean, because Tom Brady doesn't—he doesn't throw a lot of bombs down the field. 
But I, I just think the Patriots know that if they can get ahead of the Rams, the Rams are gonna they're gonna play a different style of game than if they're playing sort of on a back and forth three to nothing type of situation. I think the, if the Patriots win the win the toss, they are gonna score quickly. Uh-huh. You got another one there. Uh, I think that there there was an interesting uh, bet on uh, Gronkowski. Uh, I think the Gronkowski bet was the over under on the number of catches. I think was like five and a half or six. I think that I think it's a safe bet to say that that whatever the bet on Gronkowski is going to be, it's going to be on the over. Um, I think that Gronkowski is going to play a major role in this game. I don't think that uh, the Rams expect it, and I think that that Gronkowski is probably going to have about nine or ten catches in this game. What do you think, Franny? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think he'll uh, he'll play a big role in the game. I mean, just just like last year's <laughs> Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> I, I think. Um, so we're here, and uh, we're we're going to continue <laughs> to, to record. Um, <laughs> even if the frog is here. Even no. if the frog is here. Uh, so uh, we just want to let you listeners know that we really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we're going to close up the podcast tonight. I'll give you a little bit of a housekeeping note, and then we'll we'll send you on your way. Uh, if you like what you hear, please, please, please be sure to subscribe by going to our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, or whatever podcatcher you use. You can also paste our RSS feed into your podcatcher. Uh, please leave us a review if you'd be so kind. And if you'd like to leave us feedback... Uh, or ask a question to be read on the show like Tom did tonight, please email us at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at goalthirst. If you'd like to donate to the show, go to patreon.com forward slash thirstandgoal. Yes, and uh, thank you, uh, Aquavitae77. For the Eagle Rare Bourbon, and we're getting through it pretty quickly right now. It's yes, about we uh, are. <laughs> half a bottle. And I'm Ben's, drinking it. Ben's taking a sip right now. It's very good. I'm done with it. Uh, I, I recommend it, and I recommend uh, anybody uh, who is uh, a big fan of uh, whiskeys or bourbons or scotches to follow Aquavitae77. He's got an interesting Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, so thank you so much. We really appreciate everyone listening to the show. We Ooh. really, really, really... Uh, are thankful that we have so many listeners and that you listen to us uh, talk about football and Game of Thrones and all the stuff that we talk about. <laughs> even uh, even when the sound quality yeah, is not yeah, yeah. the best. Even we're, when we have a frog in the background. Yeah, the or or echoey last week, but because uh, of the so frog. That's our we really, yeah. really, really appreciate it. Uh, so thank you so much and enjoy the Super Bowl Woo! tomorrow. Go Rams. Rams? Rams. Rams. Go Rams. <laughs>